go. Welcome to What the Fuck is Toxic Positivity, the podcast when we talk about toxic positivity, if we could get to it, and some other stuff. I'm Tage, that's Spoon, and that's Rod. Say what up, guys. What up, gang? Off the top, off the top. I'm sorry, I was just singing that new hit song that Tage is part of. And, um, yeah. and no, I've, been, I've been in my bag lately, and um, yeah, I, I heard y'all were talking about Shikari Richardson. Um, wh- why does she think going to Allison Felix is the right move? I don't understand that. First of all, not only is it the dumbest move ever, like she going after the people, like she going after like the Avengers after they just decided to give her protection, bro. These are the who's who's that tracks this, you know, giving her. Like the you know encouraging words, and she just like, bro, like she's like she's trying to burn it down. It seems like she's just like self sabotaging or something. Like, like no, it does. Like, and the thing is, right? Even if you feel that way, that doesn't mean that you should say it. Like, um, there comes a time in your life when you get fame and you get notoriety that you need to engage in some diplomacy. Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah. like, how many times have you seen girls like her? who have this thing called, I don't know, tact. Because, like, <laughs> I teach girls like her, like, you know, rural Alabama, you know, inner city, you know, part of America. Everybody knows those types of girls. Like, mm-hmm. they I don't have tact. I those girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. They, 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 they go, like, zero to 12, and that's it. <laughs> like, there is no in-between. Like yeah, they're just gonna yeah. pop off at you and go in on you, and it's never gonna stop. But like you know, once they feel once they feel threatened or once they feel wounded or whatever, it's like it's over with. But you know the narrative that I wanna that I wanna like really really attack in this situation, bro. When they say like you know oh you know she represents black women or whatever or she represents us or whatever because you know she does the hair she does the nails she got her own style her own flair every woman on the planet that's african-american is rocking that style you the chick black, that wants, just african-american yeah and black. black black period you know you, you know what I, when i say african-american you know it's gonna go into people's heads as no i know what you mean woman, but the women that look like us how about that <laughs> so those women right like the chick who won the Olympics in from from where you from, Tay? She had on a pink, she had on a pink wig, bro. Shawnee Miller. The chick, yeah, the chick who won, you know, um, the, the chick who came in third. I think her last name is Jackson. She came yeah. who who came in third, bro. She had a yellow, green, and red wig on. She had nails. Shelly Shelly Ann Shelly Ann has nails. She has hair. She has. They all do that. So my thing is like, why is she getting like? this bubble girl treatment and she's talking like the, the women who are defending her are going against the women that is also defending her if that makes sense who are like, also the people black are- women too that's what I don't understand it's like, yeah. um, it's like you guys don't it's not you guys but it's like the, the people defending her don't acknowledge like Caribbean people's blackness because it's like bro, bro all it is is African islanders bro it's Africa on the island basically yeah. It's like, like, I just, like I was telling school the other day, like I just learned like that, you know, my chick's from Trinidad and I, you know, I just happen to be a Starbucks and I looked on that little map they have where coffee comes from and just realized how, how close Trinidad is to South America. So it's if Trinidad, right that's yeah, like right off the coast. And it's like, so how did black people get there? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how they got there. 
same number of black people and Indian people there. So like they're just as much African as the people. They just eat, you know, seafood and stuff like that, but well, you know, have some Indian culture. But other than that, I mean, they still the same black people. Yeah, I feel like we have more in common with them than we do people directly from Africa because we have that shared pain and heritage of slavery. So like yeah, 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 yeah. like we should we should really roll with them more. Like we, we should like as black people you know, victims of the the uh the diaspora, like we should look at them as like part of a, a larger whole, but it's not. You know what's funny though? Like um and with my experience going to college in Alabama and then coming home or working in a museum and learning about slavery and the trans the transatlantic slave trade and colonialism, it really made me feel like um like a kinship with you guys. You know what I mean? Like even living there, I felt a kinship. I had way more in common with you than even like white people from here. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> yeah. um most Bahamians came. Most Bahamians remember where I tell you where our, where our accent comes from. I vaguely it. remember. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, the Bahamian accent comes from South Carolina. I thought that <laughs> wow, was cool. you were lying. Yeah, because no, they, they, they after the after the American Revolution, uh, the the people the over there who fought for the British. They they came here. It was it's close to South Carolina, so they came here from South Carolina. And if you listen to somebody talking a Gullah Geechee accent, it's the exact same as a Bahamian accent. They've done studies on it. So most oh, most wow. behaviors, but it, it, are, isn't there isn't there a connection the other way too? Like a lot of like South Carolinian planter class people wind up being from the Bahamas, and that's why they were so gung ho about like owning guns and like really really being hardcore slave owners because they had that constant fear of their slaves taking over because they were in the island. Like I remember reading that somewhere. I, like I never was, heard that was, one, but I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I know we, I know we yeah. built Miami, so. But my thing, but going back to her is like, though, bro, was like nobody's holding her accountable for like this is like this. Like I know Blake say black people can't be racist, but this shit is racist. What she say, like, and I feel some type of way because I got an island one, you know, island white, so you know, I look at it a little different. I'm like, bro, that's basically you, you. Like are really going hard at you. So how can it be a split between, I guess, Caribbean island women and American women, and they just fucking same woman? <laughs> if that makes sense. But I think like that's the thing. Like there's always been this like, I don't know, like distinction between what is black in America and what's black on the islands, and like it shouldn't be that way. Like it's, I mean, it's a clear distinction between black and like. Africa, so mm-hmm. like black you know, and the Caribbean, features, you know, yeah, like I've had people in Alabama tell me I wasn't black, and I'm like, well, what the fuck am I? And it's funny because um, because in Livingston, <laughs> everything was so segregated. I didn't hang around any white people. I only hung around black people, and I got treated like I was black, and I fit into bl- with black people. And so people were like, well, you're not black, and I'm like, well. Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit me, goddamn. I would, I would have told him. I ain't never, like, when I met you, Tage, I never really, like, that never really crossed my mind. You just always, oh, oh this nigga from Bahamas. Like, you was always, it was always that, because if a person sees you, like, that's what you look like. You don't look like, you know, like Colin Kaepernick and no shit like that. Like, you look like a nigga from Bahamas. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think a lot of, I think a I'm lot of that. I'm I'm like black. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
I think a lot of that has to do with like black people in America not really understanding the extent of slavery. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at the numbers, like America actually imported like the second least amount of slaves out of all of the you know countries in the Atlantic world. I like to like guess. Brazil. I like to guess the top two. Uh, what what are the top two? Number one would probably be Brazil. Right. No, I know. I know number one is Brazil for sure. Yeah. Number two, yeah. if I had to guess, was uh, either Cuba or San Domingue. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I had no fucking clue of that. Uh, uh, Cuba, I think. I have to look it up, but I think it was Cuba. Yeah. No, I, I mean, look, I worked in a, I, I worked in a museum of slavery for five years. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you do, though. <laughs> but, no, I think Americans do. Slavery. I think Americans do think that they have a like a like a monopoly on slavery, and it's like yeah, no effect you know what? all of us. Like I, the, the Bahamas, I think, they, I think we slavery. do too for real. What's that? Yeah, like it only. I say I think we do too for real. I say I think we, people act like it only happened in America. Yeah, and like where I live was was an apartheid state. Still is an apartheid state. It's like mini South Africa. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. it's still, it still kind of is that way now. It's not um, it's not as bare naked as it once was. But it's like, but it's like a still is a certain class controlling all all our country's economy, and they're not gonna let people in it. They're very exclusive about it. And um, yeah. and, and my country has to grapple with that legacy. In every single Caribbean country, it's the same thing. Jamaica is yeah. worse. Like, you yeah. know, like, Haiti uh, has it worse. Yeah. Haiti probably has it like top three, and they ain't number three worst Caribbean island, you know, when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I, I don't know, man. It's just like that. I just always find that weird that people always find stuff like bullshit to stand on. And just instead of saying, hey, you acting like a bitch, you lost. Like, deal with it. Go, yeah. go to the gym, get faster, or don't. You know what I mean? But she can't. That's but, the thing. Like, you know, there's only so much more speed she can get. No, she ain't even <laughs> hit her prime. No, she ain't even had her prime yet. But she she there's only so she much more she can get. She got another gear. She got another gear, and she realizing now that she has to find that other fucking gear. Because if she don't find it, she gonna stay six, man. Because that's a hunk. Think about it like this, fool. Like, think about how, like, you know what I mean? Let's say I'm a person who really can't do the, deal with their emotions, whatever, right? Got whatever type of issues. Let's say, you know, her mom wasn't really in her life, so let's just assume abandonment issues, whatever, right? Yeah, that's the main you know problem, I mean? problem. Let's say she had abandonment issues. So her only praise comes from whooping people ass in foot races. She's been whooping people ass since she was in elementary school. Like, let's just keep it G. You can tell with the arrogance and the cockiness that she ain't lost too much in her life when it comes to that. So you go through life, you go through LSU, you go through everything, everybody praising you. You know what I mean? You she like she had a, a social media following in college. You know what I mean? Like it was starting to grow in college. So you know, when she got out of college, it's like, oh, okay. And you going to these track meets and you whooping people. I'm talking about you whooping people. And ever ever so on, so often because how media do stuff, you just hear about these three chicks down here in Jamaica. What you gonna think? Hey, they, they ain't fucking with me. They really ain't fucking with me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really got them. And to get in the arena with them and find out that you ain't even in they fucking hemisphere, bro. They beat her by a second and song. Like, yeah, she that had to just be exposes her like, not being her not having that level of awareness. If that's true, like, kind of exposes her as not being a student of her game like 
you gotta know what your competition is doing, or else you're yeah, gonna get embarrassed but, but, like but, that. But that's a but that's a man answer those phones. That's a man response because we have to compete at the top and the bottom. Period. Like that's a logical response, but that's say I'm just saying we because we gotta take that, we gotta just say she we gotta assume that she's from the traditional American household. You know, a strange father. You know, and I mean, she has a, you already said that she had a strange, yeah, a strange mother. Yeah, and that may so, like like now that you bring it up, that may be a reason why she seems to be so mistrusting of women. It's like yeah. she still got to deal with that, like that Because I'm gonna say, because because uh, Felix, bro, like, come on, bro, you like that, like, bro, she got dropped from Nike from having a baby, and she's the only relevant track star that we have. Right, and she, she got dropped. And she still medaled this year. She you, she medaled this year. Tell Yeah, she, you know, she, she came, won the bronze. She came second because our girl won the gold, and they wouldn't talk about. But she her won the bronze. Oh, I can't remember. All I know is yeah, she is, won the bronze. She still medal after dropping. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like she, she's older, and she had a baby, and she won a bronze. Like even Serena hasn't been back. To her peak since she's had a baby, so like that's still yeah. a good thing about Allison Felix, right? And going at Allison Felix, but I mean, I feel like I heard she's an asshole, but then like, like she garnered so much goodwill and she's such a hero. Like, that's not the even if she is, even if you really believe that, that doesn't mean that's the right thing to say, like, you know what I mean? Let's pick yeah. up, right? <laughs> yeah, like that'd be like that is that's like the, the like, you know, what I mean, that's like, yeah, you want to say this but you kind of really can't because this is how you're gonna make your money for the next 10 15 years yeah like let's, right. let's, let's <laughs> be wise about our targets allison felix is not the person to no no no. and then and then my thing is it's one thing to go at the ops when you're on the ops level but when you ain't on the ops level why say anything to, to why you say mm-hmm. anything to the girls from jamaica it should have been good race you know what i mean worst case scenario take the march on lynch approach Duck all the cameras, but don't go to the camera Ooh. like you, you like like you just you responding to a Facebook message. You know what I mean? Well, she was oh, on the right God. track though. She was on the right track. You know, I'm the sixth best in the world. I did good. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was fine. And then she took it a step too far. Are <laughs> you motherfuckers? But but Tay, Tay, that's what what she just <laughs> said. She took she took it a step too what? Too far. And that's what most black, that's what Rob was saying. That's where mm-hmm. most black women of that type end up. Like, they don't know where. Yeah, because like, she ain't wrong. Draw the line. Is, yeah. Because she is a six fast. It, it's that city deep. girl mentality. I like to think of it. Like, yeah. I really, when I think of girls like that, I, you know, the city girls, those are what my students are like. They're, they're city girls, even though mm-hmm. in the country. And my thing is that what happens is I got to say in Tays, you right until you wrong. You could be right on a situation, but you can go a tad bit too far, a tad bit messed up, and you turn into the villain. Because you're only going to be the hero long enough to be the villain, so you got to be able to navigate that line. It could have been simple to just say, hey, you know what I mean? They got me. You know this, this, and this. I really got to get back in the lab. I really got to get back on this track. I've been going too long. I'm rusty. You know, it's a million things she could have said. But my thing is, name one great track athlete that came in dead last. Well, our, like if she would have came, if she would have came in fourth, we'd have been like, "All right, sis, got to do a little work." She would have came in fifth, we'd have been like, "All right," but she didn't beat the she didn't beat the the other people that just placed in there just to to fill it up. And I'm pretty sure those people have some accolades, but I'm pretty sure them people been coming up thinking, "I bet the girl who came in fourth, I bet she didn't come in up thinking she was gonna get fourth. 
So Bahamian girl who won the 400, she came last in the 200. But you know what I think happened? I think she 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 was in a bad lane. She banked the corner. Everybody was ahead of her. And she was like, no, I'm not. I'm going to win this 400. I'm not going to burn myself out trying to come fourth in the 200. But that's it. Yeah, but my thing is, bro, she got hands put on her so bad that she dumped them on the 200. Yeah, she know she she let up. She was like, "No, I'm not doing this. I'm gonna I'm gonna win the four. I'm not gonna burn myself out in the two. No, 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 no. I'm going back to Shikari. I'm saying she she oh. pulled out of the two hundred. If you really want to compete, like yeah, you say, yeah, my bad. Why would you pull out from the two hundred? You already don't got cooked in your event. Like you think she was you know embarrassed? I mean? you think she? Yeah, she had to be. She, she had, had to be. be That's that like city this. girl mentality. Like they think not going like to when they pride is hurt, but you can tell it obviously. Think about this. I'm going I'm to compare these two things, right? It's a uh, NFL wide receiver. I'm pretty sure you're aware of Paige. His name is DK Metcalf. Yep. DK Metcalf is like 6'3, 230 some odd pounds. He's like made out of granite. Yeah, yeah he, he looks like a fucking, a, a fucking like a Greek fucking a, a Greek god. Yes, yeah. that's what he looked like. He said, Hey, I want to test myself. I want to, you know, run the 100 against, like, you know, I guess it was like some Olympic talent. This you know, he's tied off for the Olympics, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he like maybe a few months ago. Yeah. Now we knew he wasn't gonna win. He knew he wasn't gonna win. But after he ran that race, think about how he took it compared to how she took it. Because you knew he knew he was outclassed, but he just wanted to test himself. Same situation. Why she didn't come in there with the situation? Because the three, the world, the, the world's three best sprinters were there. They just beat the world. Now, how arrogant do you have to be to think that you just gonna come in there and upset that and you been out of the you've been out of the spotlight? You don't have like it'd be different if you went to the Olympics and you got a glimpse of their speed and then until this race came out, you was you know what I mean? You was you was grinding because you knew what was up. But you went in the Olympics because of the weed thing that we gave you a pass for, that everybody gave you a pass for, because that's understandable. But now you bankroll until you just being a little arrogant fuck. And you 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 can't take a ass whooping. But you know what, Rod? You know what? I'm fine with all this. You know why? I don't think there's any downside to to somebody being arrogant. And I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I'm fine with this. Because if you're arrogant and you can back it up, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? But if you not and um if you arrogant and you fall on your face, then that's funny. And I like laughing. <laughs> I like so I'll, I'll tell you, I really don't mind. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. I don't think I don't take. I guess I don't take any of this that serious. It's a sport. I don't take it that serious either. Yeah. But it just, it no, just, I, you I just see the like, you just see the trend. Of, you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing, Miss Lady? This is how you finna make your bread. You, you, like you effing up before you get started. You, you fresh think, and fitting yourself right now. You it's like a, we kind of it's a youth is wasted on the young thing though. I think. <laughs> How old is she? Twenty. Yeah. So she ain't even hit her prime. She ain't even got her last gear. The mother yeah, women got their last year. Like, they there. The grown effing women. I understand that they say, hey, the person, you know, you're at 18, you're grown. But you're really not. You know no, what I mean? You're not. Like, you're you're grown not enough to, you know, you're grown enough to get in the club, but you ain't grown enough to, like, make adult decisions. I tried to buy insurance right for high school, 25. If I was 20 and I had fortune and fame, like, I would be fucking insufferable. Like I would bro, be good. to do a kid sport, bro. To run in a straight line, that's it. I would you be so don't annoying. have to do nothing else. You don't have to grind. You don't have to go hit the clock. You don't got to do nothing. You just get to wake up, throw on your Nike apparel. You know what I mean? 
and do your thing, what you've been doing, which is a God-given talent, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, hard work, what it is, talent be hard work. I mean, hard work be talent when talent don't work hard. hard. Then you got three talented women, and like you told us, Tage, they got more heat down now. Like, those are just the three that's at the front forefront now. You know what I mean? What happens when, you know, they, they walk away in the sunset? It's going to be three younger girls ready to eat. It, no, that's that's the truth. That's the <laughs> it's going to be and three like, like, those like, girls are like, What <laughs> people don't understand, I don't know if it's like a, it's an American cultural thing. Like, it's hard to think of like Caribbean people in the context of this. That's like the Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, LeBron James. Of, not Scottie Pippen. You know, that's like Michael Jordan and like LeBron of like women's track right hey, there. Hey, Kobe. Just throw Kobe in there too. Kobe. <laughs> is like, only... They're like the <laughs> greatest to ever do the sport. Like, <laughs> Like I don't think that I think that context gets lost on people. Like you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I was, and you know why? Because I like what I said earlier. I don't think Americans take track um as serious as we do down here. Like I think um, in 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 the states, you guys, it's like a it's like an extra thing. Like oh, I play football and I also run track, and you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And and here it's like no, it's like we. This is I'm gonna go to college doing this. I'm gonna yeah. go to to the Caribbean Games. I'm gonna go to the Olympics. I'm gonna win a medal. I'm gonna. Is get it like it, hold on, it'd, be, I mean? it'd be like it'd be like somebody majoring in football, but their uh, minor is in track. And when compared to y'all, it's just like it's track. <laughs> then when I when I get through with this, I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna go get my my uh, my, my my PhD, my doctorate. I'm gonna go get all this stuff in track. And it's just something that we do to pass time. Did you see right. um, the kid? You see the kid who played for the Colts, the Bayman kid, the 6'5", 240 pound kid from the Bahamas, Mike Strawn? Oh no, I haven't been really, really watching three seasons. Oh well, there's a Bahamian kid, right? He they think he has the they think he has the potential to be Colts uh, wide receiver one. Like they think that's how good he is. Wow. That's how potential he has. He's an eighth round draft pick, but they they really think he's that good. And this nigga yeah. wasn't even like he wasn't even trying to play football like that. He was trying to run track. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to go to the Olympics and then track season. I mean, he went to this D2 school. He broke records. He's, he like this nigga built like DK Metcalf, like at a D2. So he did. Yeah. He, he, he did what he was supposed to manner. do. He, huh? He performed in a manner like when, like, let's say when, um, like, remember when we used to be back in college and then those NFL, play, like those players from those big time colleges. They'll yeah. go to like Valadosta, go to North yeah. Alabama, and then they come out there and play like they don't supposed to be there. Yeah, that's him. He basically <laughs> he set his school records in like two years. He basically played like DK Metcalf out of D two, and um, <laughs> and um and but he didn't even like he wasn't even trying to play football. He wanted to run track. He wanted to go to the Olympics. He just football was something he ended up doing, and he now yeah. is in the NFL. And they think he could be Coach QB number one. His name is Mike Strong. That's how. That's what it means. That's what it is. The kids from here, like. Oh, that makes sense. I just think sometimes we just a tad bit too privileged in this idea. That's what leads to our downfall. A little bit <clears throat> too much individualism, too much eye, too much finger pointing at me instead of just looking like, hey, these, you know what I mean? These people are supporting me, but we sometimes get just, I guess, get butt hurt, bro. It's funny because um, when you say that, like, I remember, like, Livingston is, like, what, one of the poorest counties in America. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember outside my um, the apartments I stayed at. There was a park, 
It had like four basketball courts, like eight baseball fields. Like, I know what park that is. I can't think of the name, but I know exactly what park you're talking about. Well, you would never see no shit like that around here. Like, and that, and that's one of the poorest counties in America. Like, just just shit that nice. You would never see nothing like that around here. And that's crazy that you said that's nice, but that park was like, <laughs> bro. I promise, if they put if they, transplanted, if they transplanted that park to where I live, it would be the nicest park in the country. That's crazy, and it's not it's not because we're. I mean, I don't know if we that poor. It's just like we just don't have like you know what I mean. It's just our facilities just aren't. I just think, I just think it's a sense of desperation down there with the islands is gonna keep on just pumping out that, and I think they they. I think I think what happened was that um, what's the guy? Were you saying boat? I think you saying boat like lit a lit a match under them. And then when he went in, and just how prideful they are, or whatever, whatever. I think like, you just gonna see rage track athletes coming. No, they, I think they they've been at it for a while. Um, like, cause I mean, before him, they had like Marlene Audie. She raced until she was like forty, like Marlene Audie. Yeah, but I'm saying, but he was the one with the swag. He had the, you know, the stance. You know, he had the catchphrases. He did the commercials. He showed them that, hey, you can make it. You know what I mean? You know, like you can make it and live sports? like good you know off of type thing. Like he the neighborhood hero type thing. You know what's funny about him? Like you know how he wears pumas. I noticed mm-hmm. everybody in Jamaica wears pumas. Yeah. Like you not you will not. I think they maybe now is different because like Elaine Thompson and and them wearing Nikes. But like I used to go to Jamaica like every year. You would not see no kids in no damn Nikes in Jamaica. <clears throat> you yeah. never see it. I just think he like the neighborhood hero, bro. I think he showed me you can get this bread with this track shit. <laughs> and they like bet. <laughs> that nigga's worth like seventy million dollars. Like Yeah. Like but you know. I don't know. I just think that's our problem. Anybody you wanna ask for? <coughs> Excuse no, me. I'm good. Damn. Okay, well, what's the next thing we talk about? Yo, what's up with um these NFL players like Cole Beasley? All right, let me set it up right. Yeah, like the NFL, they have mandates. They have vaccination mandates for players. And they have like a strict protocol for them. Basically, they find the shit out of them to make sure that they get vaccinated to protect the team. And some people still aren't. Like you have guys like Cole Beasley and Cam Newton who and put in protocol and suspended and getting fined because they're not vaccinated and just for minor like infractions. And Isn't the whole uh, Baltimore Ravens not back- vaccinated? Lamar Jackson isn't vaccinated. I thought it was and like they, the whole team, though. I mean, but he actually got COVID, though. He got it twice. He got it twice. He? Yeah, he yeah, got it he twice. Got twice. Yeah. Look, I, I don't understand it because I know football is supposed to be the ultimate unselfish sport. You know what I mean? You you got guys who will never touch the ball, who will never have glory. Like, you can't even – with most football players, you don't even know if they're good. You don't know if, like, a middle mm-hmm. line is good. You, you, you don't fucking know. He's just out there playing for his team. So it's just yeah. surprising to me that these guys won't do this simple thing to protect their families and protect their teams. But you know, I mean, what well, you know what's what's crazy about the Cam Newton thing? Mm-hmm. Um, it's the fact that he did all this suspended, he got suspended, he missing all this time in camp, and the rookie is about to take his position. All right, took his position. I think they, I think I think Mac yeah, I think Mac Jones uh, took his position because he wouldn't now. He he not about to take it yet, but they think he is. Like they no, I I, th- I think I seen someone on ESPN today saying that he's. He, I think they're gonna roll out with him. I know. Oh, I don't know that. I, I that must be news because I I read um as of because I, I think Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater is the starting quarterback for for the Broncos. The Broncos, and if you drew a lock, you need like you need to really look yourself in the mirror, my G. 
Carolina looked at Teddy Bridgewater, their offensive team, they said, you know what? We're going to go without you, Teddy Bridgewater. Matter of fact, you know, you know what? We're going to take Sam Darnold over you. And I don't even think Sam Darnold was a better quarterback than Teddy Bridgewater last year was. And they take – and they just shift you off to Denver just like, you know, as some, some throwaway trade package type deal. And then you go out and beat out Drew Lock. Drew Lock, like, What is Drew Lock doing? I mean, he's been sorry though. Come on. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't say sorry. He give me, he give me that, like that Jay Cutler vibe, like he just really, really like emotionally arrogant. <laughs> oh yeah. So back to these players getting uh, back to these players getting vaccinated. What um, what strikes me about Cam is what what quiet is this cat? He was having a great season until he got COVID he last it, year. Yeah. I was Remember just going to say that. Yeah. They, um, they lost it right at the goal line. He didn't get the – what was it? A fourth down at the goal line he didn't get. But he, he threw for 350 that game. To yeah. He was having a good year. He was set up to have a good year. And then he got cold, but he never looked the same. And mm-hmm. things fell apart for him. And so you think Cam Newton, of all people, would be like, all right, I got to get vaccinated. This shit is not going to happen again. And it's going to happen again. It's happening again. And he's going to lose his job. And – and he it's sad to see him go out this way because he's a fucking superhero. At least mm-hmm. to me, I'm a fan of all black quarterbacks except Dak Prescott. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and that nigga's a fucking superhero. Yeah, this is... time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, go back to the Dak. <laughs> you got you to gotta explain the Dak comment. Hold on. I, I was a Giants fan. I stopped doing that because I'm not stupid. And, um, no, no, no. I'm talking about Dak Prescott comment. No, I was a Giants fan. I hate the fucking Cowboys. And then remember last year when all this stuff happened, all this Black Lives Matter stuff happened, and Dak was like, yeah, I'm tired of this. I need to see some change in my community. And then he donated $2 million to cops. <laughs> oh, man. I did not he, know that. He's an informant, too? He was like, oh, yes, wait. I'm going to donate this money to police forces for Wait, isn't Dak half white, though? Huh? Yes. Isn't Dak is. half white? If a, if a cop pulls him over, was he gonna say, "Well, this man is half white, so I'm gonna treat him half decent"? No, no, I'm just saying, like you know, but that still factors into his line of thinking, not necessarily the line. Your of line, thinking, of, your line. Of yeah, the white people, like he's, you know, it's a lot of those. I don't know what to call them, but you know, you know the type of dude I'm talking about because I don't no, want to say Carson. You know, let's say, let's say, Uncle Ruckus. The, let's just say, just say, Uncle yeah, Ruckus. those those types, like <laughs> just because him, I, I my mom's white. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so I know I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just saying, like that's that's probably his mentality, though. But like Cam Newton is about to lose his whole career to COVID, like, and like I don't, you think like it's just sad to see him go out that way because, like I said, that dude is a fucking superhero, like, and and it's sad. A cold it's, the dumbest, it's, it's the dumbest thing ever that any of these NFL players won't get vaccinated because, like, they're literally in stadiums with thousands of people. Like, there's no way that if a outbreak happens, they aren't going to lose games because you know now if they 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 can't play because of COVID, then the team has to forfeit. So like Facts. really really all that dumb shit about how football is, you know, like you said, the ultimate team sport and like the ultimate you know selfless sport or whatever, like that goes out the window right now because all you gotta do is take a fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. it. And, and you can save your team's whole season. But a well, lot of these players aren't. I don't even think. I don't even think it's that. I, I mean, I ain't even looking at it that way. I'm saying, bro, like you. I mean, he probably. It's probably a situation. It depends on how he's thinking about the situation because 
he has to know in the, the Patriots. I mean, he has to know eventually he's gonna get replaced. He ain't the end product. He ain't the end quarterback. They already got him hip there. But my thing is, is like he's not gonna get paid what he's gonna get paid anyway. He's only on a one year deal. But he's auditioning for another job, like you know exactly. What I, mean? Like, I mean, but is he though? I don't. I assume he I is. See, I don't. I don't think he's gonna have to leave. Means that yeah. means you're yeah. out soon. But no, no, no. Only reason I say that though because Cam Newton is one of those quarterback bros. Whether is he, he plays or he's out of the league, he can't be a backup. Yeah. Like you know, what I mean, you mean you know what I mean? Like, like somebody like like think think about it like this, right? Like Teddy Bridgewater could be a backup. Like yeah, like Teddy Bridgewater can be a backup. Even James, like, James went like prime example. James Winston is not a backup. Did you oh. do you see how he's playing in these preseason? Like he's not a backup, and he's up there against the scrub guys, lighting them up for like two hundred yards in the preseason game, two touchdowns. Like he like he's still playing. Like certain people are not a backup, and certain people carry a mystique and a name that. It's gonna always be a situation. Remember when Michael Vick used to be those people's backup? When you know, like when Michael Vick was Donovan McNabb's backup? Yeah. Like that's too polarizing of a figure. And then what happened? Michael Vick eventually took over the job because and then they got the best year of his fucking life. <laughs> yeah, and then he went to the Steelers, and then Big Ben got hurt, and then Michael Vick. Like then he was at the Jets. Michael Vick, like bro, he has these. Like certain people can't be behind you because we're gonna always remember their glory. Like yeah. remember, like like if you say Vince Carter, you who you think about? You think about three sixty windmill and Vince Carter. You ain't gonna think about Vince Carter who's in his forties right now doing the only thing he's gonna do is aggressive layups. You're gonna always think of that person in their glory. And I think Cam Newton is gonna always remember that Superman and you can't just put him behind you. Like it's gonna be hard for him to be a backup quarterback. But I think he, he could be like, you know, Fitzpatrick where he's kind of a Ronin that he just goes from team to team to team, and he's always just the quarterback you have until you find your, you know, number one draft pick or whatever first-round draft pick. So, like, yeah, but, he, but, but he, he won't be out of the league. But there's going to be, is, like, a situation where, like, somebody gets hurt, like, you know, multiple teams been in that situation where they had to reach – deep into the, the crate, so to speak, to find a quarterback because nobody wants to touch Colin Kaepernick. Well, that's what happened with the yeah. Patriots last year, and they ended up with with Cam Newton, and it looked like it was going to pay off, and then he fucking got COVID, and it derailed his season and it derailed the team's yeah. season, and now – and he's going to let it derail it again. Like, you think he'd, but, wanna, but, he'd want to stave off COVID. But right. Because, Tim, but, but hold on, one thing I would – because I am in Georgia, and I want y'all to – I'm, I'm, I'm in Georgia. Cam Newton has like little businesses around here that he that is doing quite quite well. You know, like he sells those little hats. Like you remember those hats that they make fun of in his press Don't conference? He owns like a cigar bar. Yeah, he owns a cigar bar down here. He has like a bunch of thriving businesses. So I don't think it's the money part of it for him. It can't be. No, he's, he's a game. I mean, he comes to play. I think for any like major quarterback these days, money isn't an issue anymore. Like they not like back in the day where you know they playing for the the, the breakfast. They, he's not like a you know a lineman or somebody. You know, don't really pizza. make that much. Yeah, you know, not playing. <laughs> like so, I think for all of them, just like Tom Brady, you know, it's it's about that glory. Like he's he's ring chasing. Yeah, but yeah, so but, so so yeah. I, I mean, you guys are all right. I'm not disagreeing. So you think like he'd want to. Well, let me fucking let me make sure that I do everything I need to do on my side to ensure yeah, you would. 
that I could fucking that I could come back and try to chase these rings, and he's not doing that. And it's it's kind of shocking. It's shocking that any, like I said, it's shocking that any of these players aren't the first ones in line to get vaccinated because, like, your whole season could be derailed. Like, it's not like they I don't, don't even think, they I don't think medical. I don't even think the season's the issue. I think the money's the issue, bro. Because like some of these people are on contracts that are very, very nice, and I'm pretty sure they're taking care of multiple people. Like you taking, um, you know what I mean? Like I'm pretty sure they taking care of their moms, dads, you know, sisters, brothers, or whatever, whatever. And I would think just for that, you will, you know, what I mean, you will have to go beyond. You'll have to go and go get it. Except for the fact that so many people rely on you, like yeah. to get the team, you got wives, you got people with kids or whatever, whatever. And I think we don't see those people, you know, outside of you know on you know Sundays or whatever access show or whatever. But them people have lives, and I'm pretty sure they they got people to. You know, depend on you know what I mean. That depend on them. That's why I went and got it because I was like, man, my wife really depends on me. Like, I can't be going down. Rod, that is literally why I got it because I was like, I have a baby. She can't get vaccinated. I need to keep her safe. Like, I, I, I have to keep her safe. I am her primary, basically caregiver. My wife and I. I'm with her probably more than my wife now because my wife works. I'm home a lot. Like I, I have to keep her safe. I have to be around. I have to take care of her. Yeah, that was my thought process about it. But I don't know. I guess they got a different thought process about I it. I guess. But well, one thing I know. One thing about the NFL I know is they're gonna keep your ass on the sideline. They're gonna replace your ass. But the thing is, most of the niggas, right? But maybe, maybe not. Even with Cam Newton, but like with fucking Cole Beasley, like they'll fucking cut you. They can find. They can find a Cole Beasley. Is one in college right now? You know what I mean. He, he yeah. Is was one of them in college right now? Was one on his probably on his couch right now waiting for the call. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's what, I, that's what I was gonna huh? gonna say. Like, uh, you know, I was in a situation when the vaccine first came out. Like, I was on the first wave because I'm a teacher, and so yeah. we went with the old people. And like, I wasn't like afraid of all the the, the you know. At first, I was kind of concerned about all the side effects that could happen. But like my job kind of required it, but not didn't require. It. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like yeah, understood yeah. that you had not, to do this. Yeah, but not explain. <laughs> but but not explain. Yeah, no, like, like, like you know, I got my vaccine. How I snuck in. I basically I signed my parents up. I signed myself up too, and I was like, <laughs> y'all got to turn me away. Um, basically, I went like the second day you could get one in this country, right. and I was and like, then, if, if I if I'm not eligible, turn me away, and they didn't turn me away. They started turning people away after that, but they didn't turn me away. And um, like, and, huh? I don't make NFL money, but like, I will. I was going to get that shot because I didn't want to risk losing my job. But what I was going with that is, think about all the times they said that the union couldn't really strike and do all of this and do all of that. Because there were so many players that was desperate for money. And now look at them. Yep. Well, 90, 95% of them are vaccinated. So so they, they fell in line by and large. It's yeah. Just, it's just a loud minority. And it's guys who probably could. Like DeAndre Hopkins could probably get away with it. Cam, mm-hmm. I think he thinks he can. But I don't think he but can. He, like, he, he no, he the first round quarterback, buddy. Yeah, what I'm saying is. What I'm saying is. Usually it's the other way, though. Usually it's still the way where like the big name quarterbacks are the ones who really don't want to hold out or whatever, and they always use that excuse of well, I'm thinking about the guy who you know living paycheck, like an NFL player really lives. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, may yeah, be a few, yeah, but he's always yeah. saying that. 
But right now, they're jeopardizing all of those dudes who are like, what if a dude has incentives like that go into the playoffs? You know what I'm saying? And yeah, like they mm-hmm. missed the playoffs because, you know, ex quarterback decided he wasn't going to get vaccinated, came down with COVID, and gave the whole team COVID, and they had forfeit like two games. Yeah, what a, or a receiver got to get his catches. He got to get his 70 catches. They missed yeah. it. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. so like they, they really messing up other people's bread. Like that whole thing is really just showing who's a bootlicker and who's going to really be me, 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 me selfish and who's really down for the call. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a great point. That's a good point. But I but I what I don't think a lot like I say, like Cole Beasley, like um like he needs to get his shit together because he's not really fucking good to be making all this noise, to be drawing his attention as, to himself. <laughs> and what did we hear when Colin Kaepernick when all that shit was happening? Oh well, we don't like distractions. So <laughs> I, that's what I heard. We don't like distractions. Yeah. So is Cole Beasley not a distraction? Like uh Who's making all this yeah. noise, uh, endangering his teammates? Like, yeah, I don't know. another side effect of COVID is exposure of hypocrisy. Yep, <laughs> no, it's like a fucking IQ test. Like it is. Like Spoon, I wanted you to make that um that post you made on Facebook. I wanted you to make that uh. I want to say public, the one with the lady is explaining that the lady on the little anti-vaxxer, you know, like the anti-vaxxer, why you shouldn't get vaccinated. She was on to the one side and the, I guess the lady was like a doctor or something. Do yeah, she's, a, she's a doctor. She's like a vir- oh, was it virologist. What do you call it? Yeah, 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 Epidemiologist. Yeah. 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 And that was so, inf- like, that was so, so much information given in and she was like, that's false. That's true. That's true. That's true. Like, we need people like that to explain situations, bro. Because it, but it, it is people like her who will be like, oh, she sounds like she makes sense. She uses big words, so she got to know what she's talking about. And in actuality, she don't know a lot. Of, she don't know shit about fuck, if you want to keep it honest. Do you know how many people say, like, oh, well, I did the research on vaccines and how vaccines actually cause harm. But if you actually go to, like, peer-reviewed, you know, sources, there's, like, no information that would refute the benefit of vaccines or that vaccines call autism. So yo, what research are these people actually doing? Yo, just I listen go, to somebody on Facebook. Spoon, I live in a country that's 14% vaccinated, one four. Even though wow. it's, it's given out for free every day, you could get a vaccine for free. It's starting to pick up now. Now you can't even get a spot. More people are getting vaccinated. Dog, like, our fucking hospital is full. Like, literally, like, if you, you will die in a hallway if you, like, if you do the crate challenge and you break your neck, you probably die in a hallway. Wow. Our morgues, our morgues do not have space in them. And it's not even like it's full of like older people. It's full of young people. I had a yeah. distant, I had a distant, I have a I had a 36-year-old like distant relative of mine who just died, who just fucking killed over and died. And like people it's like people aren't fucking getting it. Like you like you think you think our government is lying to you? They're trying to get reelected, like as in their best. Yeah, go away. Like, like we yeah. have election in three weeks. Like, like I don't think they're lying to you. I think they they would rather they'd much rather this shit go away and shit get you. Back. You would be surprised about how many people around here, especially white people, who think that the whole COVID thing was like this grand conspiracy to trick American citizens. Like the entire world faked the pandemic to trick America. 
that's that's a very American uh, outlook, though. Like if you think about it, like that's you. I mean, Americans in my from what I've seen, like you you guys <laughs> think that you're the center of the world. Like I re I realize that living there, like um. Yeah, just a little. We do. Just, yeah. I don't think all of us do. I think I think that is like a large majority of. Why can't even say white people? Country, because again, it, it goes. On the coast, you guys don't, because everybody on the coast is from someplace else. But in the middle, mm -hmm. like, people in the middle, yeah, are yeah. yeah. Livingston, there was a lot of people in our Birmingham that felt like the universe just revolved around them, and everything just had to go when they wanted it to go. So I definitely give you, yeah. I, I, I was gonna say I've been to the coast. I spent a lot of time in New York. I lived in California. I also lived in Texas and Alabama. Like um. Like it's the middle. The people in the middle usually think that everything revolves around them, and it's like, bro, we're in Livingston, Alabama. Like, like I don't care about. <laughs> I don't care about you. I don't care about this place. And speaking of hospitals being full, y'all see this fucking crate challenge? Yeah. Is this the time? Why would you like pick a time like this to do stuff like that? I don't understand that, bro. I have I no earthly idea. Because some I, of these falls, bro, that they taking, I swear, look like 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 car crashes, bro. Did I, I, like I show y'all the video of the white dude? Which one? I've seen so many like videos. There was a white dude. Video. Like, he, he broke his arm, like, literally in half to the point where the bone was, like, popping out the skin. Jesus. Wow. Oh, like, it, was the gory, it was the goriest thing I've ever seen. And wow. like, I refuse to watch it like that. Yeah. Why? Why would he even like? It was super high, but like, I think these things started out as like a joke. So like, you know how people like pay crackheads to do crackhead things. Yeah. We said about Shikari Richardson taking shit too far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so like, some people were like, "Oh, I want the money too." And so nine crackheads started doing crackhead things. And so now <laughs> the whole of TikTok. Is doing crackhead things. Like what? But that, that, but but that's because we in clout culture right now. Like everybody looking for something to give them their fifteen minutes of fame so they can be rich. Like that's just the culture that we live in now. Because like TikTok, like TikTok is is a thing, but the stuff be on TikTok be funny, and it'd be a lot of different people on TikTok. Like everybody's trying to. I guess get their fifteen minutes of fame, but the cray challenge. I'm sorry, I got a wife, I got kids. I'm not going. Yeah. I can't afford to break nothing, hurt nothing. I would not touch in them. America. Not in America. <laughs> like I thought, like the, the 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 rewards for this thing they were doing in your state, Rod, Atlanta, was like a thousand dollars. And I'm like, if you fall or hurt yourself, it's gonna take more than a thousand dollars in that hospital. You can't Bro. pay rent in the Bahamas with a thousand dollars in a shit. You can't pay rent in Alabama with a thousand dollars. Listen, his phone. When I was in my car crash, bro, the worst thing I got was just banged up, bro, banged up, and you know, you know, a bum shoulder, you know, like my, like, like I just took a big hit in a, a football game, right? right? I went in there, phone. They gave me some pain pills and some muscle relaxers, fifteen hundred, and that's with insurance. That's with like that's what the insurance company was gonna have to pay. All I did was get pills. So you telling me you finna just go out there and just, you know, four thousand dollars? Like if you if you got the thousand dollars and you still like hurting yourself is gonna be way more expensive than a thousand dollars on the attempt that you may or may not make it. Because what happens if you tear something? What happens if you hurt right. something? 
Like, or you what, do what, that like you, that white boy. Like he literally is gonna have to have like steel put in his arm and like he's yeah. lucky if he made it alive because it could hit an artery. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I I you know what I mean? Maybe if it wasn't so high, maybe but like these falls, bro, and you got people kicking you off the top of the crates, you got people, you know what I mean, like pulling and pushing you. Yeah. yeah. You know what I think, Rod? And Spoon, you know what I think? I think we um Especially with me and you, Rod, we played sports at relatively high levels. We're in our thirties. We <laughs> fucking hurt. <laughs> Man, I got hey, I got the check knee light on. You know, I got the the sometimes the shoulder clicks type thing. So it's like it's a situation like, bro, you know what I mean? And then just like think of the responsibility you got kids. Like explain trying to explain to your wife. No, I was downtown trying to do the crate challenge. I don't tore my ACL and I can't go to work to your oh. wife. <laughs> I separated. I separated my shoulder playing in a flag football game. This is before I had kids, and I so I was just laying in a tent, like trying to catch my breath for like an hour. And I was like, my wife didn't even want me to go. It was just like some one-off tournament. She was like, "Bro, you just want to watch college football? Just see him watch college football." And I went and played in this fucking tournament and separated my shoulder. The shit still hurt to this day. This is two years ago. And I'm, <laughs> I'm in this trying say? to catch my breath. Like, yeah, I'm not going to tell my wife, which is, you know, I told my wife first thing. The first thing I did when I got home was tell my wife. And I didn't want to, and I didn't even have a kid. You can imagine, like, you do some dumb shit like that and you got to explain to your wife, like, like oh, yeah, I, I have a fucking concussion because I did the crate challenge. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, that has to be like, that. I don't know, bro. It's, it's clout, bro. I think clout is a drug. It has to be. It has to be being noticed by everybody. It has to be a drug, bro. I think that's it makes, a, it makes no sense. That's a common theme during this podcast. We talk about Shikari Richardson and uh and she keep doing because she keep doing shit. <laughs> Tell her to stop doing shit. And we won't but she doesn't she's Gen it. Z though. That's that's the Gen <laughs> Z. Yeah, like she just has to do the thing to get her attention. She'll do anything to yeah. get her attention except win a fucking race. <laughs> but she doesn't have to win. That's true. Yeah. See, that's the yeah. thing about Gen Z. Like they say, our generation is coddled and spoiled, but this generation doesn't even have to succeed. I they mean, just have to be famous. Trump and Gen Z, I guess he kind of is. I mean, but you can not be a part of that generation, but kind of represent that generation. Like yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if y'all read my my post like earlier today. I was sitting uh, this morning thinking about like politics and like politics in the future. Y'all realize that, like, in 30 years, every politician would have had a TikTok growing up, and every politician would have done something cringy or racist or sexist online. And, like, all that shit about us telling kids not to do this kind of thing because it's going to go back on you is going to, like, not matter. And, in fact, if you don't have anything racist, cringy, or sexist in your past, you probably can't get elected because people are gonna be like, "Oh, you can't. You aren't relatable." I was gonna I say it probably be. I I I mean, I remember you saying this now, but I I was gonna say it probably be like it probably be normalized. Like I mean, we just saw a U.S. Right. president just act like and a that's what, dick for like four years. Like yeah, like it's like we got two. Like if we think about it, it's like two bookends. Like Bill Clinton is the president that represents us. Where like we saw him like lose his presidency and possibly hurt. Al Gore's presidency and completely changed the way the world went because he wasn't perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he and so like we grew up in this generation where like our past has to be hidden 
But then we got this thing called the internet and social media, and like our past isn't hidden anymore. But then Donald Trump comes along, like you know, twenty some years later, and what's the exact opposite? Everything this nigga ever did is like available for everybody to see and know. This nigga was pro. This nigga was a rapist. This nigga hangs with rapists. You know, he possibly murdered people. But nobody cares. Nobody fucking cares. I feel like Bill Clinton is where it starts. Where, where it's okay. Where like the um, where okay, cross the line. That's fine. We don't care. I feel like it started with Bill Clinton because genuinely, yeah. what he did should have got him. He should have resigned. It was indecent. It was improper what he did, and he should have resigned. And when he said, "No, I'm not doing that," like I think that was the beginning of like, wait, you could just not resign. You could just do some fucked up shit. Pay no consequences and not resign. Like, I mean, not, I mean, people did that before, but I feel like in this current generation, it started there. And I think Donald Trump just took that same template and just took it a step further. Yeah, because right now, right now you don't get. I mean, right now, certain certain people in certain if you you know at a certain age, you don't really like you get to, you get so many strikes. You know what I mean. You can continue to do something and do something and do something and do something, and people are just gonna let it roll for for some odd reason at this time. Where back when you know we was younger, you did something. This this now he he derailed his whole life. Well, I mean, like, it still is kind of like that. Think because like, because think, think about it. Look at the balls of, of this this chick, bro. She went in there and did she disrespected a whole region. I mean, a whole nation, bro. Like that's like you. That would have been canceled somewhere else. Like, remember, like, what was that comedian who got uh who got blacklisted for? I think the dude. What's that child? What's that show? I know God Godfrey. Uh, uh, uh the dude who did the voice Iago and Affleck. Though he made a joke about the Japanese like tsunami, an earthquake, and like he lost all his sponsorship. Yeah, like you, like remember right. the dude who called the women the the NCAA tournament called the women nappy. Oh, nappy! Yeah, yeah, the whole, yeah those oh, yeah, men uh, had all, He lost, I'm yeah, he lost his whole world. And you got her saying something like that, bro, and everybody's just like, "Oh, okay." She, she, she it, car going in. I think like, you I know what it is. You can't that, have any shame. And yeah, that's, and that's what these people doing this, uh, doing the crate challenge. That's that's it. That's the thing. They don't. Have, they have no shame. And but the, yeah. but my thing is today is I got a question though. But then that, that means that, like if we are able to just override, you know, that that conscience that tells you that this is crazy or this is scary, this is whatever, whatever. I mean, like that's just everybody being social pass, right? What's that? Not necessarily. I mean, if yeah. you if, if I'm saying if the, the the norm, bro. I'm saying, are we making sociopaths, bro? Because the norm is like the things that we knew that we knew not to do. Whatever, because that's why we're so unrelatable to young people. You're right. Being because a the we, having the, like no shame. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I, shame, I don't, I don't, think, think about it like this. Hold on. Let me cook right a second. Think about it like this, right? Back in the day, right? Your grand, your great great grandma, she couldn't sleep with multiple men. You know why? She'll yes. be labeled that shame. Now, fast forward it. Now, what 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 is Brittany Renner known for? Um. Yeah. I mean, look at Marilyn Monroe. The, thing, the things that would the things that would have got her frowned upon and shame back then don't get her shame now. The things that would have got you jammed up and you couldn't say back then, you can say now. I think I think you're partially right. I think people don't have shame, but I think that's like an online persona. Like I think people have shame in person because people talk to me right. 
all kinds of crazy yeah, online. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't yeah. talk to you like that in person. That's anybody though. Like that's like, anybody, I, I, though. especially especially if you're on demon time. Like I you, mean, <laughs> like people, men. Like one thing about men, men can recognize another threat. You know what I mean? Like you can always recognize another threat. I you know what I mean? It's something that we just have. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like I'm a threatening figure. You know what I mean? If you know, I get it. You know what I mean? Like men can respect each other because it's like, hey man, this dude's six five. He goes about two forty. I really ain't like I really don't want to really deal with him like that. So we're gonna talk to each other with respect. You feel yeah, me? but in the right. online there is no sizing anybody up, and there is no threat. Like like I say, that's why people talk yeah. to me crazy online. Right. And Everybody's nice to me in person. Like I'm six I, eight two seventy five. Like nobody's. <laughs> I, I, I think the thing that day, like, nobody has anything to say to me in person. I think the thing <laughs> that this generation is creating or this environment is creating isn't sociopathy. I think it's just increasing cognitive dissonance where you're able to distance yourself from your online persona and your real person. Like a person can say, well, oh, I'm a good person, but I just do this sort of thing online. Whereas like a digital self versus the real self. But like ultimately, I think the digital self is a representation of your soul if you want to think of like a soul as the thing that can be you know, observe, you know, tangentially, tangentially. For sure. I remember my wife met me and I was, I was tweeting like a, like a crazy person. And she was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was like, oh no, this is just my, this is like my dark kind of, it's like a dark side of me, like a, like my sense of humor. But since you pointed that out, I kind of chill now. Like I really, I try to keep it like a, I try to not do that anymore, but, but yeah, yeah, because, like, 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 yeah, you are yeah, wild. Like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. But that, but even if you weren't aware of it, her bringing it up is some type of shame against you, though. You know what I mean? Like you felt like, oh, oh, I might be tripping. I might really be doing too much. Let me fall back from this shit. You know what I mean? Because there's somebody who loves you to tell you that. Because that's how I am about my temper. Like you know what I mean? If anybody knows, like you know me, and you you know had some dealings with me, I seen me in action, whatever, whatever. I like I go from zero to a hundred. You know what I mean? And that's just, that was the norm, you know what I mean, for a long, long time. Like, now, I throttle back. I can, you know, sit back and, you know, check check the, check the, the demon in the, the passenger seat. But back then, that was just like, boom. But when she brought it up to me, and I'm like, damn, this is my wife. I love her. And she's saying she got a real issue with this. She don't want to see that person like that. It's a time and it's a place. I felt some shame. Like, damn. Like, I really been, like, I really, like, started contemplating what the fuck I was doing. I'm Okay, bro, you gotta chill. You gotta like fall back. But shame was that that led it to it. Yep. I, I just feel like your body has some type of like you you like like women who wear who walk out of the house with short skirts on. If you're constantly pulling it down, that's your conscience telling you, baby, you maybe you don't need this skirt on. I know it's cute, but hey, go get along a different skirt. Or am I tripping? No, I don't think you're tripping in that yeah. regard. But I also think it's a combination of things with Shakara is like she's young for one. And two, how many times have you seen somebody who posts ridiculous stuff on Facebook or whatever social media and then say, Oh, y'all take this thing too seriously? Yeah, Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> yeah, so like she again, like she had, you know, a person has two different ways of viewing themselves now. Like really we have two identities that like 
are constantly battling with us, but like really, like people don't realize that what you do on social media is the real you. Like everything yeah. else is just the mask you put on for the world. But on social media, you get to be the real you. You're not just doing stuff, oh, just to laugh. No, you're doing that stuff because that's you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's the that's your true like, personality. Like spoon, it's kind of like you know, uh, it's kind of like I guess we learned this at a young age. So I get where you're coming from. You remember like when Xbox first came out, and uh, I probably even up to this day, like Xbox or whatever. And you can be playing just because people are in the comfort of their own home. You become a nigga. You become a bitch. Your mama do this. Your mama do that. All because they know you ain't finna come to Milwaukee and punch him in the face. Or you can't come to Milwaukee and punch him in the <laughs> right, face. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like I think that's what that's like one of the like one of the, the, the pioneers of it, bro, is like probably online online. I agree with you. Because there's been so many times I don't heard some of the craziest stuff, bro, from a person that I just had dealings with for, you know, that game. Like I used to right. I remember playing Halo and the, the, the one of the craziest things I ever heard was a dude said that Halo was a white man's game. Get off the game, nigga. I swear to God. Yeah, I'm like, like, shit like that. Too. Like, 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 bro, I some seven year old kid telling you he fucked your mom or some dumb shit. Like, yo, you know, people, <laughs> people told me in like in content, like in, in comment sections, like, well, maybe you people will be less upset if you if you got a job. Like, uh, like, why, why don't you think I have a job? What it was like. <laughs> Why do you think I'm black? First of all, like we're in a comment section, and why do you think I have a like? Why don't you think I have a job? Because <laughs> like like Spoon said, a person get to take that mask off. A person get to exactly. you know what I mean get to really be that inner demon, bro. Because there ain't no really consequences or no recourse. You know what I mean? Not. I mean there is got, now a little bit. I mean a little bit, but my thing is, well, the, most of the times, whether you're on the right side or the wrong side, the people don't go with it. You know what I mean? You gonna get it's and, gonna be an issue. Like look at the boost in the little Nas X thing. Yeah. Like why is that getting so much headlines? You know what I mean? Like I think Boost is just like it's one of those situations where he I get where he's coming from, but he's not the person that should be speaking about it. He really isn't. Because like he literally had a fifteen year old kid, but that's neither here nor there. Yo, uh this is random. I didn't even put this in a running yeah. show. But like, have y'all been keeping up with like this R. Kelly trial, his latest one? Oh my god! Like, where's this shit going? Like, this bro. is like that. Hey, what is bro, this? this trapped is in the closet, deep, bro. This is a deep <laughs> ass, dark ass rabbit hole. It like, really is. What's, what's like, wild about R. Kelly to me? I remember talking about this in the chat. In the chat, is that we, we when we started off with R. Kelly on like this nigga's weird. It was what twenty eight years ago when he married Aaliyah, right? That's what we started. Yeah. Like, oh, this nigga's kind of strange, right? Mm-hmm. So he was what, like, he was like twenty seven, and he married like a fifteen year old, and we mm-hmm. started there, and from there it was um, and like from there we learned more stuff about him and more stuff about him, and every fucking thing we learned about him since has gotten weirder and weirder, like. Like, like, it's like, dog. What's next? Like, what else could it be? I don't know. It, 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 he was a un, he was an unchecked fucking predator, bro. Exactly. For the last what 30, 40 years, like, yeah, he was enabled by so many parents. Like, I know, yeah. like, he's ultimately responsible. But then, like, even in the Aaliyah situation, like, so many parents along the way just enabled him, and he's kind of exposed. You know, like, he's not the first celebrity. 
to be weird and get away with it. But like, what are you? Weird. Yeah, his his weird is like way out there. Even before Willie Allen, like, well, what's his name? The dude that like ran away to the Philippines and then started molesting little girls out there. I can't remember. It's like the white dude, Roman Polanski, I think maybe. Uh, I don't know, but uh, Elvis. <laughs> wow, yeah, Elvis, yeah, Elvis was a perv. Yeah, I mean, he was a uh, pedophile. Jerry Lee. Uh, uh, what's Jerry Lewis? Did he marry his cousin? Yeah, yeah, Jerry Lewis. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so like, I mean, if you go all the way back, Socrates, but like it was illegal back then in Greece. But that yeah. was cool. That's what they did. That was a yeah. thing. I think pedophilia is a mental disorder. Like it should be treated as a mental disorder, not just a crime. Like, I think it should be both. Because at the end of the day, you still change another motherfucker's well, life. I was going to well, say, say that's why I said not just a crime. Like it's, it's so, also a mental disorder long, that needs yeah, to be treated. long as it's both. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, but and then and then with somebody like R. Kelly, like the measures he took were so calculated, and it's like nah, like that was because it was a fucking system. He had so many people. Who knew what it was because, you know, here yet again, black people are able to fucking, you know, goddamn deflect shame. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, no, no, uh, mack away shame because we can just do it so well. Seeing that he was doing wrong, knew what he was doing, but just because he putting some bread in your pocket, you able to just go past your moral compasses, which is like, that, that's fucking nuts, bro. It's grown men with kids, and I guess they was just saying, well, it ain't my daughter. Like that's fucking nuts to me, bro. Right. Like that like that's fucking nuts. He had a but whole fucking system. There, like, there's, there's a tradition of that in the black community. Like, do y'all know what Alabama leads in as far as education go leads the nation in? What's up? It's the it's the number of student teacher relationships. Yeah. And the reason I, for that is I had no idea. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Like, like it, yeah, we, we I'm telling you, man, like if you ask any teacher in Alabama do they know of a teacher who has slept with a student, either as a student or as a teacher, they would answer yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've known that situation. Like, or they, 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 you know, most of the time the person been arrested, but there are a lot of them that don't go reported and don't get arrested. And you know who the biggest people who hide it off? It's the parents. Because, yeah. like, think about this. This is what I mean by cognitive dissonance. The parents think of it as, oh, if this person's carrying on a relationship, and it goes all the way back. My daughter's fast. Yeah, my daughter's fast, or this man has a job, or this woman has a job. They are secure. So, oh, they can take care of my child. My child's already having sex and doing all this other stuff. So, what's the problem with this? You see how that, that mindset works? I mean, that's why well, they, like, I like my, similar problems. So, yeah, I do. I, I do. So like, my mom's generation is so many like of young girls who wind up marrying their teachers. Like, because think about it, most teachers, 22, 23, how old is the senior? 18. It's not that big mm-hmm. of a difference. So, like, in their minds, it's like, oh, this is okay. And that's the problem, like, in the black community, is like, we don't protect young children enough from sexuality and sex, especially like young black boys, because it's really promoted. I like, can see. a boy, but a I mean, boy has to be I'm going to say, but yeah, but in that case, bro, like, you can keep on going. And I was like, that would be, if that's also one of the problems, the problem is they get pushed out when you're 18. That's the yeah. norm of getting pushed out. So if you get pushed out at 18 and you got to go to the world, because the world going to teach you this shit one way or the other. 
So you go right. out there and you you ill equipped to handle it. Like, and we like the only people that do that though. Like I was in California, bro, and it was so many times I was like, hey, you know, you'll meet somebody. But, hey, man, I'm from. I stay over here. What do where you stay? Oh, I stay with my mom. Do be 26, 20, you know, 25, 26. Oh no, I'm gonna finish my degree and then that's when I'm gonna move out or some shit like that. But we black people, we we you know what I mean? 18, you gone. That's a southern like, that's thing, the, that's yeah, a southern thing. Everybody's 18, you gone. At 18, I was gone. 18, I was, I was like, That's a southern, that's a southern thing because in the Bahamas, <laughs> in the Bahamas, you stay with your folks until damn near you got married. I live with my folks till I was like 28. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, but the, yeah, that's that's tradition because that's how it is. My um, my wife's parents, like my wife would my wife could have stayed. Unless my wife chose to come, my wife chose to move to Atlanta. But if she didn't choose to move to Atlanta, she's thirty something. She could still be living with her mama because that's just the tradition of it. Until man come get you, like you here, you chilling. <laughs> that's a, that's an Alabama thing, but like in other cities, like I mean other states, like Mississippi and it's Louisiana. a rural thing, not really yeah. Alabama, but it's like a rural. Yeah. I think because like. In places like here, like the property price is just so high, bro. Like you can't, like you can't fucking buy a house. Like you know what I mean? Like I mean, I mean my wife right. already bought a house, but like you, you can't really. That's not realistic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when our basic ass townhouse costs two hundred k, and yeah, minimum wage is what is is five dollars an hour. So that's not that's probably not gonna happen. It, it's not no probably in it. It's not going to happen. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And in here, like you probably live around your family. Like if I if I if my parents kick me out, I have like a million aunts and uncles and a sister and a bunch of people I can move in with. Um Yeah. So I, I always found that like like kind of shocking though, like um the way uh parents in Alabama and I use Alabama because I lived there. I I don't I never lived too many other places. But how do you like kick their kids out? It it shocked me so like it was like a shock to me, bro, because when I was in California. Like, you know what I mean? You be talking to other people, they be, oh, I'm 28, oh, I'm 29, and I still stay with my folks, whatever, whatever. Like, it was no big deal. And it mostly was white people, and it mostly was Hispanic people. It was not a big deal. Like, you go to work. I mean, that's a Caribbean thing in general. Like, if you you meet Caribbean people in New York, they'll, they'll do the same thing. Yeah. But I feel like, like, as weird as it sounds, I feel like in the South, like, from my experience, we push, like, college and, like, self-sufficiency a little bit more than other like regions of the country. Like I know more, way more black people from the South who went to college than black people up North, like even Missouri. And that's not really North. That's still the South, but I think they want to be the South. Ever since Mizzou joined the SEC. I mean, they got to start, even though they weren't part of the Confederacy, they got a damn star. So, yeah, but yeah, so I, I think like you know it's like in the South, like college and like self sufficiency and marriage is pushed a lot more than the rest of the country. I got actually when I was um when I broke up with my ex girlfriend, I we got in a big argument about that because she's like, well, you know, you this and you that and and you know your parents this and I'm like, and you know I'm out here on my own trying to get it and I'm like. That's not like a you problem. Like my, my folks love <laughs> like uh, like that's just how we kick it. Like you should probably stay out of our business. <laughs> <laughs> like you rely on on your parents for this. This is when I was I was trying to get a master's degree that I never got, but it's like, yeah, you rely on your parents for all this and I don't need that. And I'm like, all right, well, 
Hold on, she broke up for you because your parents. Hold on. Oh. Just no, we, we were on the outs. We were on the outs. We were just arguing, but she did hit me with the like, yeah, you rely on your parents for this and that. And I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that may be a southern norm because 18, 17, count. That was weird. What's that? Like a, a lot of southern dudes I've noticed, like black women are like the ultimate hustlers. But a lot of black dudes around here, they like depend on their women, like so. Yeah, they get inside <laughs> their parents' house, but then they move in with their girlfriends or the girlfriend's parents, and like just mooch off them yeah. while the girl is going through nursing school or whatever. Like it's the weirdest but, shit. But, 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 but most of the time, in a situation like that, school where if that's happening, like the dude, the dude ain't he he don't have the same mindset as like I guess with a, say an alpha male anyway because. Who's gonna just go sign up for that situation? Like, even if you signed up for that situation, it would have to be a bigger plan in place. Like, if you go, like, oh, oh, oh I got kicked out of my parents' house, I'm gonna just go stay with this chick. That chick is really not going to respect you. Like, she might be dealing with you for the simple fact that she knows you ain't gonna be able to respect you and she's gonna be able to treat you like a child. No, that's not true. I mean, look, I have, uh, as people in my family, literally, I have a cousin. She won't listen to this. Anyway, I have a cousin. <laughs> she has like she had a boyfriend, baby daddy, whatever, right? This nigga mm-hmm. moved in. He moved in with her, uh, with her and her mom like 10 years ago, got her pregnant, got somebody else pregnant, and then got her pregnant again. The nigga never moved out. He doesn't pay bills, he doesn't do anything. And like, and like in her mind, and she works, she works a fucking ass off. I don't know what the fuck he does. Um, and I think in her mind, like she really doesn't believe that she could do any better. Yeah, a lot of wow. women are like that. Like a lot of women around here are like that. Like, it's a, yeah, it's like, well, what am I supposed to do? Like, be alone? And it's like, exactly, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Like I know so many girls in that situation. Like they buy these dudes shoes, and you know, basically, like Ross said, they treat them like sons, but then like they mm-hmm. don't treat them like sons at the same time. Like they yeah, don't hold these niggas accountable. Like yeah, they, they, they treat them better than their children. But they treat them better than. Yeah, but they. But it's not like an. It's not in a parental sense, like of a son. It's more like a prize sense. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's yeah, tribute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get <laughs> that. I, I, honestly, that. I moved out of my parents' house and then with my with my wife before she was my girlfriend. But my wife is a fucking boss. You know what I mean? Like she. My wife, when I met her, had a master's degree from Georgetown and was doing all this amazing shit. And it just made me want to step my game up. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to I wanted to be somebody that was good enough for her to be with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even today, I want to be somebody that's good enough for my wife to be with. Like I want to do better. Every day I want to do a little bit better. And I want to be somebody that's worthy of my wife. But like these niggas don't really feel like that, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. It goes back again to what we've been talking about this whole episode. <laughs> no Some shame. Just don't feel no safe. Shame. No shame. Like, no, like, I man. could not sleep next to a girl and not be working, not be contributing anything without stressing the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? I'm not built like <laughs> bro, that, bro, bro. And then, and then the and then have the balls to ask for sex. <laughs> like, yeah, ask, not just ask for sex. <laughs> 
Not ask for sex, like sex, okay, but these niggas be asking for games to waste their time. Like, hey, babe, can you give me this PlayStation? Like, and these females go do it. These niggas like, plan pregnancies. <laughs> I know, like a female. <laughs> like, no, these, like, it's like, no, baby like, daddy. No, you should have a baby. Like, what? You should get a job, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Like have a baby. Like have I remember my my aunt came to me to tell to tell me my cousin was pregnant, right? And they were all happy. And I literally asked, like, do y'all niggas hate money? <laughs> I literally said that, and then I got fussed out, and I think I got kicked out of my mom's house for saying that. But I was like, y'all niggas must hate money because there's no fucking way. <laughs> like, like, and um. And after having a kid a couple years later, like I think I was right. Like y'all niggas must hate money because I know I know how much money we make. And you know, we're very well educated around here. We got some nice jobs around here. And uh, my cousin and her boyfriend aren't and and they can say they live with her mom. So so I think I was right about that. Like y'all niggas must hate money. Yeah. I think you do definitely need to be at a certain age before you have kids. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't recommend <laughs> yeah. anyone having kids before they hit thirty. Facts, facts of life. Like that's just I, I, you know, I had a college degree. I was technically married, but like, still, it was a struggle having a kid at twenty two. Bro, yeah. oh, my I mom, did, you my did, mom yeah, and my you did jump off the what you call it. I did not. I forgot you. So somebody read this one. I think I thought you had like kids, like a little later down the road. You did have a kid at twenty two. Yep. Up, oh, join the club, man. Two years out to get married. I had one at twenty. <laughs> they had another one at twenty-one. My <laughs> my best move, my best move was getting married at thirty-two, and then and then having a kid at thirty-five. Cause um, cause if I got married in my twenties, like I was so curious, like I wanted to see what was happening out there. Like I was looking instead of saying like, like every day I say like, look, I, I didn't been out there. I know what's out there. It's really better here. But in your twenties, you don't know that. You just think you're being fucking boring. You know what I mean? And, and my thing yeah. is, this now takes like since I'm, I guess, older. You know what I mean? And, and married, like I, this, I feel like this that marriage that you know, like you feel like, I guess that's the American dream marriage where you good, she good type thing. Yeah. Because I know when I, the first time I got married, like, like it was saying it was those question marks. It was those what's it called? But this one feels like nah. I know what's out there. I know what it feels like for a woman to spend the block on you. Like, no, nah, it's really, I really have it cushy here. <laughs> I really have it good, so let me stay out of the way. But that's just my opinion on that. Oh, you were married once before? Yeah, 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 yeah. When I was in California. How you gonna end up in California, Chase? The same way I ended up in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but she was in a long-term relationship. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I end up, like, basically was, uh, I, I go to, I, I want to tell a story. Basically, it was a chick went to high school with, with school, whatever. She went through life. I went through life. And then, boom, you know, we end up, you know, talking, I guess, a little later after school. And we moved to California, basically, and stayed out there for, like, maybe, like, five years. But, like, I feel like it was too early, and I didn't know what I knew now. And we ran into, you know, hiccups compared to now, like, my wife, now she the shit. <laughs> like, no, like, I wish I would, I wish I could tell dude when we walking through the mall and they looking at me like I'm looking at they woman, like, no, nah, bro, I am good. I'm, you, you, you can pay for that bill. I got my own bill. <laughs> like, I wish I could really say that to dude. 
Yeah, you know, that's that's how I ended up in California too. Except I didn't get married. I wanted to get married. I thought I was too young. I thought I needed to experience more life, and I needed to mature a little bit. And I was right because I'm 32, and I I got no problems. Like I, I mean, I mean, we're a married couple. We're not perfect, but it's like I think I have the maturity to see myself through anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I feel now. I feel like now I'm like if I were to see my 22 year old self, like I would school the fuck out of him. Like if I see my looper yeah. self. Like I would really like, <laughs> like I was like, damn you, and you thought you knew shit back then. That'd be the thing that gets you. You thought you knew shit, and then now you, you realize, you know what I mean? Like, like think about it. You'd walk by. Yeah, you you think about money differently. Yeah, you think about money differently. Like I remember, it was a, a situation when we was younger. You know what I mean? If you made, you know, twelve hundred dollars, it was a big deal. Fucking around now, you can make twelve hundred dollars in three days. <laughs> you know. It's like the mindset of it changed. So, I don't know. Kind of ramble. Life. I mean, just, you know, we talking about just now, we talking about life. Facts of life. I, would, I wouldn't <laughs> change anything like my mentality-wise. I would just not get married. Like, that would be the only thing I would tell my younger self. Like, yeah, you can still be the type of dude who can get married. Just don't get married at 22. Because think about this, right? Like, at 22, my mentality was, oh, I want to have one of those they've been married for 80 year relationship. But then I thought about it like later on, it's like life is really just I am between I am not and I am no more. And do you really want 80% of your I am to be married? <laughs> like that, that is like wildest thing. Like you be married longer than you would have existed. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get what you're saying in that situation, but I ain't gonna lie, my wife makes so much shit so much easier, bro. Yeah, and, uh, do. <laughs> and bro, if I can get 40, I'm gonna take that 40. Fuck out of here. Oh, yeah, 40 is good. 40 I am not going to those streets. You hear me? I'm not going to those streets. I keep going back to those streets. Yo, speaking of, speaking of the streets, did you see like Steph Curry's parents are getting divorced? Yeah, it's because the mom cheated. Like everybody <laughs> thought the dad Martellus cheated. Bennett? It was the mom. Oh my god! <laughs> is it Martellus Bennett? That's so wild. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's so wild. Hey, I was so hey, I was so mad at the fact that she was light skinned and the fact that she actually cheated. I was like, can we? I was like, bro, like, how you give? How you spend your whole entire life with a person and in the back end never decide I want to go cheat? That don't even make sense. That seems like that's Again. a funny end thing. I feel like he probably, he probably did his thing. He was in the NBA. He probably did his yeah. thing. He was like, all right, if that's what we're doing, that's what we're going to do. And them dudes usually well, catch feelings. It's always – I have friends who, like, cheat – who all, like, not really now because I don't hang around anybody now. But, like, when I was younger, them dudes cheated religiously. And they, would, Tage, go, they would be so Tage, hurt if they caught their girl cheating. They would be hurt. Hey, but Tage, but Tage, it'd be different, though, because women cheat differently. Our women's timing to cheat, I would say, would be differently. Because what happens with, with, like, let's say a man, a man can, you know, he can mess with multiple women, not even love the women, but he could just do it or whatever, or he could just be with them, however that goes. But, like, what women choose to do is after she said, hey, I'm going to take this dude back. Hey, we're going to get back together. We're going to make it work. While everything is good and it's harmony in the land, she go decide to cheat, and it's with emotion involved. With it, and then that just fucks us up way different than I think would mess them up. 
I, if that I, makes I, sense. I don't want to assume. I don't want to assume what happened. I just think it's wild that because I think um because they get portrayed in the media as like you know the perfect family. And I remember Bomani Jones saying like, "Yo, we don't really know these people." Like, you know, <laughs> I Bumani Jones, like, hey, Jones I always say some gangster shit though. He, he just don't have a face. Like, oh, we don't know these people. We don't know. What they do. <laughs> Facts. I'm just saying though, it's just it's well, I guess it could, it could be a situation that that can be a cautionary tale that you know money money don't matter in certain situations, bro, because like he's rich, he you got all your babies by him, you got everything and still she she burnt that shit down. The niggas been had money like forever. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying this, but she just burnt that shit down. And she asked for alimony that she probably gonna get. Oh, she's, she's, she's not gonna get it for what, forty years? 30. Yeah. But she's not going to get alimony if she cheated. Like, if he can prove she cheated, like, they, she's in North there in Carolinas, right? They're going to they're gonna hammer out a settlement. Like, you know, because... I don't it, know about that. If, like, in Carolina, I know you can sue. Really? Like, for infidelity. Yeah. 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 yeah so, that's, like, what that, that's what happened when that dude, when the NFL dude... Fantasia. Uh, no, 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 no. Not Fantasia. Yeah, Fantasia got stoned. But the uh, NFL... Defensive tackle. He played for the Eagles. Uh, damn, I can't think of his name. He did the same thing and got sued. Yeah. So, yeah, so like, she, just, yeah. she may not get alimony because she cheated. So, like, that would invalidate everything. Yeah, they but if care, you, are they, they, they care a big lawsuit, right? You, Del Curry, you're the face. You're the face of the Hornets. It's in your best interest to kind of get this knocked out quickly. You don't want anything coming out about you about what you did. In 1984, in oh, yeah. the All Star yeah, Game that's in Chicago, true. that's true. In the in 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 the middle of an orgy with Larry Johnson and <laughs> like you don't you don't want that shit coming out. So, like it'll be like I mean yeah I mean she probably could sue him. She probably get money off him, but you don't you don't know like what kind of stuff would just come out in the records and what salacious yeah, things. Yeah, thirty years is a long. That's a thirty years is a long time for motherfuckers to know your secrets and demons. Yeah, but it'll come <laughs> out, and so it's in his best interest to just settle, bro. Just settle. Whose side do you think Steph and, and uh, Stealth are on? None. I think they. they... I think I think they neutral. I think it's on the Switzerland thing. Cause one thing I do about my mom's marriage, and I'm, I don't get involved in her marriage. Whatever happens, I, I don't want to hear it. Don't know, nope, nope. Cause I don't want them to get involved with mine. So I'm pretty sure they just staying out of it. Because you can't take sides in a situation like that. They were together for like thirty years. It's your whole life. <laughs> like I don't think you can I feel get like involved. Steph in probably like cried. That. <laughs> Are you kidding me, <laughs> bro? Spoon, that was bro. Spoon, I know we come from some broken Alabama shit, bro. But family is a big thing, and I would probably feel some type of way if my parents were together for my whole fucking entire life. Then I come home on some random fucking Tuesday, and they telling me they ain't gonna be together no more. I cried. You know I, mean? I, I was in Alabama when I was told that my brother's getting a divorce. My I was about twenty three at the time. He was with his wife since I was eight. And I fucking wow. cried. <laughs> like, yeah, from eight, yeah, from eight to what? Twenty? You said twenty what? Twenty three. I was up twenty three, about to turn twenty four. Yeah, that I'm t- I can understand that. And I fucking cried. And you know, my ex girlfriend told me because her parents got divorced. She was like, "Niggas get divorced every day, b." <laughs> you know what? And you know what, Tay? Like, I guess that maybe it right is right because, like, 
I'm just thinking about it. Like, if that was to happen to me, and like my mom, if my mom was ever married, would have changed to me and dad's getting divorced. But I'm thinking with the same mindset that my dad was never around anyway, and I'm like, I don't see the big deal. Yeah, like, no, yeah. I mean, I've been there for 15 years. years. Like, if my parents divorce, first of all, they fucking can't. Like, they physically can't. But like, if it was to happen, like, nigga, I would cry. Like, like, I, I honestly thought growing up, right? I think this informs my beliefs, the way I, I treat my family now. I honestly thought I didn't know like niggas is really out there getting divorced. I thought that was some shit white people did on TV. Like, I honestly thought that um. That you you like everybody did this. I honestly thought you you get married, you marry your wife, you have a kid, and then you live like together forever. Not my parents almost divorced before they had me. I didn't know that, but like, and I I, I thought like the world was really that perfect. Like I didn't know till I got a little older, till I was like almost ready to graduate from high school, and I go to my graduation and it's like mad niggas mom not with their dad at graduation and it kind of occurred to me like uh like you know, my parents are only married couple of my grad you know what I mean like 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 one of very few married couples at my graduation and I realized like oh like I think this is a thing and then you get older and you realize you know what I mean that it's very much a thing but I didn't I was kind of so naive because because of how I think I, I think I would think I think that's more I think that would be a Caribbean thing because my wife that's kind of like her thing where I think where me and Spoon we were showed the world like at a younger age. Y'all are kind of like shielded from it, which is good and which is bad. But I think like I think that's what normally happens. I think we get exposed to the world too too much, and y'all get exposed to it. To, you know, I guess Ooh. not enough. No. And it's a situation like that because I think like because I, I can un- but I understand why Spoon thinks the way he's thinking. Like yeah, it won't be that big of a deal because. I've seen my mom get divorced. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like I, I like my next girlfriend. Yeah, my next girlfriend. I cry, and like my <laughs> girlfriend is like, "Oh, like that. You'll be fine." <laughs> but you know what's crazy, Tage? You know what's crazy, Tage? You, you and I have two different philosophies on that regard. But when it came to the subject of marriage at a young age, we were at the total opposite still. <laughs> like I, I believed in marriage at a young age. You're like, fuck that shit. It's bitches <laughs> out here. So maybe, <laughs> like, I don't know. That's, that's weird as fuck, isn't it? I can't be the only one to think that's weird as fuck, right? No, literally, literally, I was like, yo, I'm not doing this. Because the thing is, right? Like, as I get older and I'm married and I have a kid, and I'm I'm doing pretty good at this. I understood. I understand like what my ex girlfriend saw in me. Why she thought she could do this with me? Because I think I am this guy. I didn't. I was trying to fight it, but I am this guy. But I was like, dog, it's hoes out there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they choosing, dog. They choosing. <laughs> Meanwhile, phone is like, pick me, pick me. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, like, dog, like, yeah. I think I. I was trying hey, to. Have phone, you, I, you, I had to learn. Like I had to realize. Like, nah, that's really not. That's not what I really want to do. But I was like, hey, out here, I'm going to try it. Huh. I, I don't want to hear that from Spoon, that pick me, pick me shit, because I know back in college, many times I told him, I'm like, bro, you ain't giving yourself enough credit. You really could be out here. You know what I mean? And I just think you, he just didn't, he didn't just jump at it, because Jeremy was the same way. Like, I used to be like, bro, you kind of like a big deal, like, give yourself a little bit more credit. But So I think that's just more like a, a rural Alabama type thing. That you, I, you, it has to be because like that confidence just like comes equipped with you know most of us from the city or whatever. 
that no, make sense? I was, no, it was like entitled. It was like an entitlement. I don't know if it's because I played ball and like everybody had holes, but it was like, bro, we get on these holes. Like, we, we get on <laughs> Like, well, Livingston was the Matrix, bro. Like, dating in Livingston, bro. I promise you, if you dated in Livingston, that shit helps you nowhere in the, in the other in the United States or the world. Like, the rules of that place, bro, was like the most craziest things. Like, girls that we knew that were like twos and threes, there she, they were like eights, nines, and tens. Like, Livingston, I don't know if Livingston counts as good dating. I don't know. All I know is like, I the dog. There's some girls back at the house. There's some girls back at the house. They're ready to go. Like I'm not trying to get married. I'm trying to see these girls at the house. And I went back to the house and they saw them girls and it wasn't all that. And then I said a lot. I got married, but I, I had to see first. They choosing, bro. They choosing. They 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 were. I was right. You know what I mean. And. And I needed to go through that to be to be good husband, good father guy. I needed to see that's how that's how I felt. Tamed. I felt like I had to go through the stuff that I went through to be like I feel like I'm a ten times better husband than I was. You know what I mean? I feel like I like like how you said like this is what I'm supposed to be. This is the shit I'm supposed to be doing. And you know what I mean like I'm supposed to be this person. So I definitely feel you on that. Though. Man, this has been such an insightful. Like we wasn't even supposed to go here. <laughs> I wanted to... uh, like I we went so far off script. Like, but I don't mind though because this is good. I wanted to talk about goofy Bahamian politics and what's happening in <laughs> Afghanistan. But I think those two things will be like super popping next week, especially goofy Bahamian politics. I want Spoon to talk about the Champions League and because because oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 he told me he told me I think I get I got a month before I need to be watching PSG right yeah Rod and I we're budding soccer fans um, <laughs> yeah I was wearing a PSG jersey it. today and I want and I want uh I want Spoon to talk about Champions League and hold on Ronaldo went to Man City yeah and and we talked about Messi going to PSG and I want you to talk about his Champions League draw Spoon well first first of all Rod this goes back to the whole scam thing we were talking about. Like oh, the way they do the, week. yeah, yeah. Well, last week episode, which is actually yeah, Monday. Episode, <laughs> but, yeah, which actually yeah. is Monday. Why, why, hey, why I say that shit like that shit was righteously last week? <laughs> but no, like it's a big ass scam the way they do the draw. Like it's supposed to be random, you know, the balls like a lottery pick. But there's no way you can fucking tell me that the day that Ronaldo goes to Man City. Is the exact same day of the draw. And then in <laughs> group A, you see Man City is the first pick. It's like, okay, that's pretty decent. And, you know, you get all the other picks, you know, A through, uh, what is it, H, L, I can't remember. It's 24 teams, so whatever that equals out to, two teams per, per group. Anyway, so eight great groups. And then we get around to the second, you know, every, every other group is filled. We get around to the second pool. And I'll be goddamn if... Man City doesn't pull in their group PSG. <laughs> there is no way. Yeah, like there's no way that that's random. <laughs> and then they put in. Oh, corrupt. I love it. And then there's like <laughs> the next two picks in group A are like the scrubbiest of scrubs. Like you got a Belgium team in, in Bruges or Bruges, how you pronounce it? And Whatever. Fucking, you know, watch that movie that. With, uh, with Colin Farrell and fucking Bruges. Yeah, Bruges, yeah. <laughs> and then our, our Red Bull, I almost said RB, but I hate saying RB. 
Red Bull like so it's like two scrub teams and then the two biggest, you know, clubs on earth right now as far as talent. Mm -hmm. So that's just gonna be T V right there from the jump. But then you get to my team, you get Liverpool. We are in the hardest group, Group B. We have, like, Atletico, five teams. We got FC Porto, like, the greatest club in Portugal. And then we get AC Milan, you know, a Serie A legend. It's like, bruh, like, we fighting an uphill battle. They just don't want Liverpool out of the group stage, I feel like. <laughs> and so, like, it's just ridiculous. Like, I mean, yeah, it's going to be good television, but – it's just ridiculous how they pretend like they don't just choose who they want to work with. All right, so how should we? So spoon. Uh, so I think I'm pretty sure I'm watching. I I have to watch. Like I'm I'm arrived to a place where like I, I saw a Man City drew PSG, and um and I'm gonna fucking watch it. So tell people like me who are interested in it, but not necessarily we don't know what we're looking at. What 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 should we look for? Well, with, with uh, PSG and Man City both, it's never going to be a situation where they're, you know, they're starting 11, their top 11 are going to be boring, you know, team, you know, them boring uh, uh, players. Like, they have so much depth coming off the bench. You're either going to be watching, like, their next crop of stars on the field, or you're going to be watching, like, with, in the case of Man City and PSG, the two biggest stars on earth in Messi and and uh, Ronaldo renewing that rivalry that existed for much of the last decade in uh, La Liga. So it's, it's, it's really going to be like an engaging, you know, it's going to be an amazing game. Like the way it works is you play each other twice and you get promoted based on aggregate. So mm -hmm. like whoever had the most points out of the two games, it doesn't matter yeah. say like PSG scores five goals, but then uh, uh, in that same game, uh, Man City scores two. But in the next game, uh, PSG scores, I don't know, maybe one goal, and Man City scores like eight goals, where Man City automatically wins that that thing because the aggregate scores that together is high. So uh, that's one of the, the aspects to watch. But then in the case of Liverpool, we don't have a lot of depth. Like, what you see at our starting 11 is like our best 11. And coming off the bench, we don't have that developmental program like, you know, some of the Italian or uh, Spanish clubs. Or, and we don't have the money of a PSG and a Man City to go out there and buy these big-name players. So, like, you know, our, our boys are our boys. And if we make it out of the group stage, it's going to be a miracle. Y'all like the y'all like the Milwaukee Bucks of uh, of soccer. Y'all just got a bunch of y'all got the guys. Y'all got y'all got Giannis. He's a a low first round draft pick. Y'all y'all traded for. I mean, we got a little bit more history. Got a little bit of history in there. Got a little bit more history. I mean, they won a they won a NBA championship in what 1968. Yeah, that's true. With Kareem with Kareem with Lou Alcindor and Oscar Robertson. Right, right. No history. World be free. So I don't know. I, I was trying to. I'm excited. I, I really, I can't wait to see Man City play PSG. Like I'm, I'm here. Yeah, that's gonna be the most. I mean, like you got Chelsea and it's full. Like all of the groups is up for like one, which is the one that usually gets like the Russian club, and like just so the Russians could be, you know, a little bit more engaged. 
again, you can tell that it's a scam because they're just trying to put people in front of TV. So, like, the groups aren't arranged in any kind of random order. You can tell what each group is trying to do. And the group B with uh, Liverpool is just arranged that way because it's got the most, you know, it's got the, the biggest, it's got, like, not necessarily the biggest club. Liverpool is, like, a top three club in Europe, right? Or a top four club in Europe, top three in England. But, like, all the other ones, they're just high enough to where they're going to get ratings. Like, every one of those games, it doesn't matter who's playing who. Like, it's going to be a good game. Like, yeah. if you want to watch exciting soccer, Group B, where is it? Except for that one game, those two games you're going to get out of Chelsea. I mean, excuse me, out of Man City. Spoon, you got to come closer uh, to the mic. I'm sorry. Except for those two games you're going to get out of uh, PSG and Man City. You know what's like, funny you said about the Russian club? My wife's cousin is married to a Russian lady and her dad is an assistant coach for a Moscow locomotive. Sage, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you have the connections number, to everywhere. Listen here, the number of relatives that this MF has is like worldwide. Tage is like a spider web. <laughs> no, really I mean, is. Yeah, his uh yeah, he was in a, he was like a really good he's from Tajikistan. He was a really good soccer player. In Russia, he's like one of the better soccer players Russia's ever produced or the Soviet Union's ever produced. And now he's an assistant coach for for FC Locomotive out of Moscow. And and yeah, like it's it's interesting the the places you end up. Yeah. Right. So um uh that I mean, that sounds fun. I can't I really I can't wait to to watch like, I'm glad to see Messi and Ronaldo and them dudes and learn a little more about the sport, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, they be talking about tactics and shit. It just looks like motherfuckers running around out there to me. So, I, like, I, I would like to learn more, you know what I mean? Uh, listen out for the phrases, ticka ticka and ging ging, jijing press. I always want to say ging ging. That sounds like a gang gang. Looking for the phrase gang gang. The counter attack. The counter attack and counter attack. Gang, 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 counter, 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 yeah, yeah. That's the gang, when they have some gang come at you and gang, gang come back with the counter. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's <laughs> the counter, counter attack. Facts. Rod, you're eating cereal in the middle of a podcast. Fact. I can't say anything because I was because the last so podcast sorry. I was on, I was changing a diaper, so I can't. I'm so sorry, I got a little hungry, and I was trying to sneak and do it. <laughs> Your microphone <laughs> is really clear. It was like so clear. Like, I noticed this like 20 minutes ago when I was trying to let school up. I can't even be upset because I was, like I said, I was changing a diaper. In the Listen, middle. I got so hungry. I was trying to fight it. I was like, I hope they don't hear me open up and watch the cereal. I thought you, like, I thought you were. And then, like, I heard the spoon hit the plate and I was like, this, this nigga. <laughs> well, hey, we out here, man. I'm sorry. I, it's like, I, 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 I feel like you were just like I'm not. I don't have anything to say about soccer. So I'm just gonna eat some cereal. No, yeah, I was listening. I, I, you know, I'm listening. You know, you really miss when you eat cereal. <laughs> I'm like, no, yeah, I'm I, I, I love how so, passionate Spoon is about it, though. I really do. Like, yeah, I, like I said, he, I'm he, trying he, to get he got into me to it. Watch it. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to next month. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna learn soccer. That's gonna be the thing I, I, I try to learn. Yeah, I, I want to learn it too. I want to. I want to get to know the game a little better. Miami's playing Alabama next week. I 
I feel sad. I can't even like smack talk y'all. I I love Miami football so much. I'm real, but you know Alabama's gonna beat the breaks off them. They can beat like if they if I think it was Levitard and them. Like if they if they win by less than three scores, it's like a victory for Miami. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Miami's like good. Miami's like a good team. Like they should be like top fifteen. <laughs> But what's up with these rankings, though, bro? Like these rankings are like crazy. They got like these, like, like I forget. I think like Iowa State Cyclones is like number seven. They're good, man. Get out of here! Auburn's not even ranked. You telling me the Cyclones? You telling me the Cyclones are better than Auburn? I watched way too much Iowa State last year. They got a quarterback that's going to the NFL, Brock Purdy. They got a good squad, bro. Like they, they're really good. They gave them, um, they gave Oklahoma like a tough game. Did they beat Oklahoma? I think they did. Like Oklahoma's always getting tested by some random ass school in the Big Twelve. They beat Oklahoma. Yeah. Like, they, I think they, they did good. beat Oklahoma. Like they when they get a, to, they, the- got a, they got a junior quarterback who was starting since he was a freshman, who's really good. Who should be? I think he should be an NFL like player. Like I think he should. He would get snaps in NFL for sure. Brock Purdy, like they, they got a squad. Like they, they're doing pretty good. I feel like their being coach, Oklahoma. A lot of people thought their coach was gonna leave and go to like a and go to a bigger school, go to SEC school. Like they, they're they're doing. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I feel like upsetting Oklahoma really isn't like a, a big of a deal as it should be because Oklahoma's always getting upset. Like when yeah, they come but then to they the make SEC, the playoffs, they go ahead and make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, but when it comes to the SEC, you know Vanderbilt's gonna sneak a few on them. Like their record against. <laughs> It's like Kentucky. It's, it's going to be one of those random ass like Tennessee, South Carolina, Missouri. one of those schools every year is going to upset Oklahoma. That's it's like, like every every now and then. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't think I don't think it's going to be a school like that. I think it had to be like one of the big boys, like maybe a Georgia or maybe no, a, they, they're going to to lose that one though. Like it's never went Oklahoma. I just don't see. I just don't see. I just what's Oklahoma's uh coach name? Um, Ryan Day. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not his name. The old one. No, 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 no. The new one. Ryan Day, right? Is the name right? Yeah. No, that's no, Ohio State. It's, it's, it's I can't remember. Ry- it's Riley. Lincoln Riley. Yeah, Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. Riley. Yeah. Like Lincoln Riley is not losing the Vanderbilt, bro. Like his offense is thorough and legit. If he's gonna lose, he's gonna lose to Nick Saban like everybody else. No. If he's gonna lose. You know who get him? Like, you know who get him? Like like Kansas State. Kansas State. Kansas State, like, yeah. Like a fight against them. Texas Tech here, to get him. Get, get him. Listen here, man. Texas is not gonna get him. That is not gonna Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Oh, no, Texas him. Tech will get him. Oklahoma State will get him. Yeah, Oklahoma State. Kansas State will get him, but like Texas. Yeah, uh, will uh, a TCU one time got him. Yeah. Yeah, like they always, they always lose. Yeah, like they always lose to like, like they'll be like, you know, the number one team in the nation or the number two team in the nation, and they go to what? Uh, uh, where's Kansas State? Uh, Manhattan, whatever. Manhattan, yeah, Manhattan, yeah, Manhattan, Kansas. They roll into Manhattan, Kansas. A little apple by three. (laughs) You know, in a shootout. (laughs) <laughs> they, apparently, sometime in the mid two thousands, they forgot how to play defense in the Big Twelve, which is fucking ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like the Big Twelve is yeah. the SEC equal. With the they plans. play defense. It's, I love how much like just the random Alabama guy knows about college football because I really like college football a lot. I like NFL football. I love college football. 
And man, um, I think I think this co- I think this college football. I think this college. I think these next few seasons is gonna be fucking nuts, especially with this NIL money and how much these kids are gonna get paid. I think college football is gonna be like corrupt as hell. <laughs> like, like I think college football, college sports, football has nuts. always been corrupt. But I think, bro, like, I think winter is coming for college football, bro. I think we haven't seen anything yet, college, bro. College sports in general. I told you what's going to happen, man. Soccer's going to become a dominant sport because ain't no room in football, no room in baseball. <laughs> SEC's running all three major sports now. You Basketball, know, baseball, football. Where they going to go? Soccer. Because, uh, what else did I say? Because I, I, I think um, – I think the like I think three of the um, like divisions they just like I think they just got into like a line. Yeah, you see like, the Pac twelve and the Big Ten. They yeah, just got... it was like yeah, it's like forty four teams, bro. They're gonna like realign, like like that's fucking nuts, bro. I read, this but it really doesn't mean anything though. Means anything? Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It's like it a gentleman's anything. agreement. It's like a memorandum of understanding. Like it don't mean. Yeah, it's anything. like we we're gonna try our best to schedule and not you know. Um, uh, Raid each other's conferences for teams, but it really doesn't mean much. It's not. Yeah, but I, under, but I understand mean. that though. But I'm saying though, I'm pretty sure it's going to be one situation where at least two of those conferences gonna come out on top with some, some, I guess, some major teams, and then one of them is not. One of them is going to be like, cause like right now with like, I would say Texas and Oklahoma playing, and they exit, bro. Like, you couldn't pay me to watch. Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech. Like, that's not a good game. Right, you know you will watch it. If there was nothing else on TV, you will watch Okay, well, if there was nothing Jacob. else on TV, but I'm saying if you give me choices, I'm not looking at that game. I'm saying I, Oklahoma I and Texas single is the Texas only game since, since Mahomes went there. No, 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 but I'm saying, though, like, you, but you really ain't going to watch it now if there's no Texas and Oklahoma. No, for sure not. Hell no. <laughs> I watched I watch Texas, yeah, no. Like the, the Big Twelve basically about to be the AAC. <laughs> like, yeah. My man. They should just call themselves like the big Texas conference because it's all Texas schools and then Oklahoma, you know, and Kansas State. And then like a random Iowa State. Iowa yeah, State's Iowa in the big, State. is in a yeah. uh, yo, Iowa State about to dominate the Big Twelve. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's sad. When they were and they like, bro, it was like the craziest ranking. I was like, hold on, what? They rank above LSU. They like it, bro. Like this is this is nuts. I think this football season. I'm looking forward to it. I already went and bought my Alabama hat. I already you know, know what it is. It's like I know it's gonna go down. So many SEC schools are like reloading, and then it's like Oklahoma and Iowa State are the only two like Power Five conference schools that have like returning quarterbacks. Everybody yeah. else is like a freshman starting. In North Carolina, North Carolina, um, they got a they got a top five quarterback in the country too, and right. I think they think they think they're gonna be good in the ACC. I mean, not as good as Clemson, but they think they'll be the second best team in the ACC. Well, my thing is, why wouldn't they be as good as Clemson? Because they're fucking North Carolina. Like, I don't think they do this like every year. Like, they're not getting. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Clemson kind of doesn't have you know the the, the boogeyman of the last three years. He oh, plays for yeah, Jaguars. Dude, this dude they have might be better than him. 
Man, can't I, oh my God, don't be one of those people. He threw for 400 on Notre Dame. He was a Bro, we, first of all, you know what, you know what, one thing, one thing Spoon told me in college that made me look at Notre Dame and look at, like, other football teams differently? Remember Spoon, the Manti Tail thing had came out where right. he got, cat, he got super, super catfished or whatever, or whatever, right. they was making this big deal. I remember Spoon telling me, he was like, they making one day big deal about Manti Teo. We got six Manti Teos sitting on the bench. And that year, Alabama, I think, ended up playing. Um, they played him in the national title? Yeah, they played yeah. Notre Dame and beat the yeah. crap out of them. So when you tell me Notre Dame got lit up, bro, like, I'm not thinking, like, Notre Dame was, like, a legit defensive powerhouse. Maybe back in the day, but mm, – it, like if you want to watch defense, you got to watch the SEC. Yeah, you got to watch the SEC if you want to see any form of defense in college football. I don't want to see no defense. I want to see motherfuckers run a spread and throw for five yards. And that's Man. why you. That's why those schools fail. Yes, that's why. Yo, I mean, think about, think, that's why when Oregon goes to play LSU, LSU beats them by forty-eight. I just wanted, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I just wanted you to be back, bro. I'm, I don't see that. I happening. don't know what. Like, that's bro, never like, going to happen again. But I want it I to think, happen. I think, so I think it's not going to happen again because I think Miami was so corrupted that we can't even fucking comprehend it. Right. Like, bro, my- as much challenge they had on their team, bro, ain't no way, bro. That Miami team that, like, matter, matter of fact, the Miami team after the, I think we'll say, after the, the 90s Miami team, the one with Jonathan Velma. And uh, DJ Williams, Jeremy Shockey, Sean Taylor, Ed Reed, Andre Johnson in the slot, Warren Sapp, like, Warren Sapp was another Ray Lewis, 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 you look at the uh the an Alabama, that whole defensive backfield is, is guys from South Florida, like Clemson, Travis Etienne came from South Florida, Lamar Jackson came from Miami. Like the whole fucking country started recruiting my, like South Florida, and that's Miami guys. That's where they get the guys from. But that that's what I mean by like I really should call it the Miami effect, but it's like the Texas effect. It's like recent history, which in, for them would have been the eighties. Yeah, they were dominant for that period of time. But if you go back through history. Miami didn't even really have a football team, you know, at the beginning of it, right? Like mm-hmm. they got a, they got a football team in like the seventies. It was like right? So, but I think I, I listened to a podcast about it, and it was like, well, they they didn't have any like any because they didn't have a football team. It's not like Alabama where you have to kiss all these rings and run things a certain way. They didn't have to do it any kind of way. Right, so, because they were an academic school. Like, yeah, Miami's yeah, always yeah, been yeah, an academic – yeah, it's always been an academic school. And so, like, yeah, they got a really big run. But, like, ultimately at the heart of Miami, they really didn't – they cared about it enough, the president, but not enough yeah, to, like – yeah. administration does not care about football. They care about – Yeah. It, yeah. it kind of annoys them that they're known for football. Like, around right. the country, yeah, they think of football. And they want to be known as like a Harvard kind of kind of school, like a Stanford. It's a private yeah. school. Like a lot of people don't realize that I'm Miami. It's a private school. Like it's a private college. No, <laughs> it's not a, a public university. Not a public university. It's hard to get in. Kids to Miami, and and, I, and like we send kids to like, like uh, like 
my last year working there, we are a uh, our valedictorian got into every school, like every Ivy League school except Harvard and MIT. He got into MIT, he got into Duke, and we like and I like and like that's the kind of high school I worked at. And um and we sent like we sent kids to Miami all the time. Like it's a right. it's a real academic school. And I it's not easy to get into. It's like it's, it's up there with Stanford. It's up there with Stanford as far as like yeah difficulty to get into. It's up there with Stanford and Duke. Like if you don't play a sport, you're not getting in easily. Yeah, it's like all the all the East Coast kids who can't get into like an Ivy League. They go to Miami. It's like right. It's like a well, Stanford is like on a tier with the Ivy League. Miami is like kind of actually Stanford is like technically better than the Ivy League because of the weather. Like the, yeah, that and like academically, they're superior to Ivy League. I believe the tough part is getting in. Not you know why? Um, at least the kid, um, the valedictorian kid, he ended up going to Stanford, and he went there because of their proximity to Silicon Valley. Is like literally across the street from Facebook. Right. Um, dang, we we this took turns. I got accepted to an Ivy League school, Oberlin. That's not an it's Ivy young. League school. Oberlin is an Ivy League school. No, it's, it's not an Ivy League school or the, the 11 o- Oberlin is Oberlin is considered Ivy League. Dog, Ivy League is literally a sports conference. No, it's not just a sports conference. Hold on, let me look it up. It's literally oh, just a sports conference. Go. I think he got you, Spoon. It's the first sports conference in America. It's like, I mean, they're I Ivy think League. Right. I think Tage is right. But, um, but the Ivy League is a sports conference. Yeah, I think Tage is right, Spoon. It's like Harvard, Yale, Columbia, Penn, Brown, Colgate, Dartmouth. I think yeah. you are correct. I got 10 bucks on Tage. <laughs> Taking bets. I think I think you're correct, Tage. It's a, like it's, yeah, it's a sports conference. Literally, well, it's founded as a sports conference. It, it means something else now, but it's a sports conference. Sorry, it's a hidden ivy. Hmm? It's a hidden ivy. Yeah, literally, what, it's a sports conference and it's made up of, like, northeastern schools. Like Colgate, Oberlin. Buckman, Oberlin is not an Ivy League school. No, it's a, I'm saying it's a hidden ivy. That's the term they use. Oh, that, that don't mean shit. <laughs> I mean, it's up there on par with Ivy League schools. So it's Stanford. I mean, I know what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, and I, I agree with you, but it's not, like, literally an Ivy League school. You got me. You got me. Like, like Stanford. I, went, I was accepted to a school that's on par with Yale. Congratulations! <laughs> and didn't I, go and wound up at UWA. I, w- I went to UWA. Me too. I graduated yeah. from UWA. Yeah. So. Anyway, man, I gotta go to bed. I'm tired. I have a long day tomorrow. We. Oh, I can't talk about. I, I was just gonna ask. I was just gonna ask Spawn. I'm like, bro, you got two shows right here. <laughs> Like I was, you might want to have Tage go. Like, you might want to do Tage do another intro. Cause these are this. I don't think we ever been on for this long. This has been long. Actually, we've been on longer. Wow. Well, yeah. posted, posted as is, and we already been here. I'm going to bed. I have a, I have a long day. I have. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish my series. I hang with Drake. I have political, <laughs> I have political shenanigans to get up to tomorrow. Sage, why you caught me out on my cereal, bro? I thought I was being slick. Because <laughs> you weren't. It was... 
the only way the only way to deal with things is to like lean in like it, it doesn't make any sense trying to hide it you just gotta go with it <laughs> i should have you right just lean oh, in so just say i'm eating yeah. some cereal oh yeah because y'all was so his phone was so deep into what he was saying so i was trying he was so he deep was into that bowl. <laughs> hey his phone got me to watch psg bro what kind of cereal oh, are you it sounds like I, I sound like cocoa puffs. No, wouldn't even the cocoa puffs. You know the um, the apple jacks. Oh, yeah. But they but they had the, like the special one. You know how they the cinnamon they apple ones. Yes, yeah, the extra cinnamon. That was gonna be my second guess. Man, them hoes slap too. <laughs> fat people, <laughs> fat people ears. Hey, bro. <laughs> Bro, the fact the spoon, the fact that Tage knew exactly what it was. Shout out to my cereal eaters. <laughs> I've been eating nice cereal like years and years and years. But sh- shout out to y'all. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I have, like I said, I have, I have shenanigans to get up to tomorrow. I have, With uh, Drake. Yeah, well, you gotta close. You gotta close this out, Tage. Oh, are we gonna talk about toxic positivity today? No, it sounds like you want to go talk about sleep and Drake. I do want to talk about sleep. Um, so album. I guess we'll get to it next week in between Afghanistan and Bahamian political shenanigans. Right. It'll probably be my, well, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, that will be next week because pretty sure somebody's going to spin the block in Afghanistan. So I'm we, pretty we sure somebody's going to spin the block around here because uh, it's hilarious. Like, things are getting hilarious. Yeah, so next week, you know what I mean? Unless something, I guess, happens incredibly amazing and then I guess we guess we'll be here before next week. Ah, politics, world politics. In a lot of ways the Bahamas is like Afghanistan. Like um for example, there aren't very many white people, just like Afghanistan. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> this has been what the fuck is talked about. I'm Taze, that's Rod and that's Spoon and we are out. Talk to you later. Hi my G.